Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lord in Podcast, the only podcast where we cover three books where nothing ever happens. It's four, unfortunately. Oh. I also thought you were going to say the only podcast. <laughs> and, 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 that too. And we and it. coming soon. <laughs> With me, as always, is Elena. That's me. Hello. Morgan. Here. And Henry. Morgan said here like it's attendant. He went back to her high school. Yep, yep. <laughs> Present uh, at my old school. <laughs> I can't believe we got the intro right, guys. This is right. Except you didn't introduce yourself. God yeah, damn I was it. Say, I'm you Anthony. Elena. You, you immediately went to Elena, and I'm like, uh, I, I guess that's what he said he was going to do. <laughs> I am Anthony, you guys. I'm Are you so sure? Cool. No, I'm not. But it, we debate the existence of Anthony. Sometimes we're not sure if he's that pile of clothes in your room in the middle of the night, and you're trying to figure out if someone's standing there or not. But uh, we, we roll. Okay, so I guess Morgan spoiled the whole podcast. Nothing happens in this one either. Like literally, literally, I was about to ask you, like, does anything happen in this one? This one's. Mm, yikes. <laughs> uh, it's it's interesting. You'll see. You'll see. Okay. Will there gonna be any other like uh, we call it missing people alerts because we think they're dead, but they're just naked running around. When yes, yeah, they just they just took <laughs> off one sock. They uh, must be dead. There is some girl boss behavior. Wait, 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 wait. Oh hell yeah. Love it. <laughs> it wouldn't be fantasy without a little girl boss behavior. <laughs> okay, so this um the the last and final thank God thank the heavens <laughs> final book <laughs> um final book is called you don't want inheritance part two electric boogaloo oh god no no I don't want that I just want it to end <laughs> <laughs> and but I'm just happy that everyone has finally you know had to understand how horrific these books are what are you um, talking about i had a great time yeah laughing at it <laughs> um but yeah dunking on it yeah 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 but yeah but this is the last book and it's called inheritance um which is kind of weird because the actual series is called the inheritance cycle anyway oh my god <laughs> you, you know how like, when you watch a movie and like a person says the title name in mm. the movie this is what I'm getting. This is the feeling. We truly are Avatar. <laughs> the last Airbender. <laughs> we truly are the even Gilly. Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> we truly are. And the like, what the fuck did I just look like? <laughs> Also, this is the podcast where none of us take our ADHD medication, so. I'm bad at addition, so, like, I couldn't add anyways. <laughs> okay. So let's start this off. For some reason, there's a lot of battles in this book, and the thing is that Pellini can't really write Morgan? battles. What? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt so early. Would you mind, like, a quick recap? Oh, sure, sure. Last 
Because I started listening to it, but didn't have time to finish. Okay, last so episode. I can probably go back to my notes. There's so much stuff that happens. Actually, hold on. Sorry. Um, I'm, like, trying to remember. So let's just uh, go back to, like, those kind of final moments. Um, so essentially what happened was that um, Aramis and Gladier, uh, they both die. Um, there is the talk about the Eldenari. Um, Eldenari are a, a jewel that's in a dragon's chest. And they can kind of like cough it up. And uh, when that a seems... dragon. Yeah, yeah. And then when a dragon dies, their consciousness goes into that gem and they're kind of just like in this weird, like, you know, in this weird orb kind of forever. We wait, does, wait, are wait, the wait. crystal gems. Essentially, you're just kind of stuck in that gem. You can't make a body or anything. You're kind of just like. I mean, like, you can kind of just sit on a shelf where people can, like, carry you around. It's not um, really that great. Yeah. Wait, wait. So, like, does the orb, the conjure thing work outside? Because they can pop it up whenever they want. Like, they're just yes. like, hey, you want to see my orb, guys? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that's essentially what happens is that, like, when you cough, Like a hairball. Essentially like a hairball, yeah, yeah. And then, like, so, so consciousness actually isn't the, in that gem yet it's only when they die so and like if the do they have does it have to be like in their body when they die or like if they cough no. it up no when they okay, cough so it up always like, going in there so yeah so like well it's not always so for example like let's say okay so this is how it is for gladier um gladier intentionally coughed up his Eldenari for Aragon, and then it was like, essentially what happened was that Gladier uh, died because Aramis died. Aramis was his rider, and when a rider dies, a dragon dies as well. And then due to that, since he coughed, like, so the normal way would be that he like, he just vanishes. He doesn't exist anymore. But since he coughed up that Eldenari, now he's stuck in that gem. Okay. It's a way to live after you die. So, but it doesn't work if your rider dies before you. Um, no, just no. Um, it's just that if you die. Okay, that's a weird biological thing. That serves no purpose. So, uh, it, I don't know. I think mm. I think Paulini really just wanted people to die, but they were like, no, no, but I need him though. Mm. So he made it up in the third book, and literally they even try and say that they're like, oh yeah, um. Uh, Safira knew about this, but she never told you, and all mm. this nonsense, and it's just like, you just made this up. <laughs> <laughs> you made this up, so you're like, so someone can die, but then not really die, because you want drama. So you it's made a Marvel up. comic book. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. Like, like that's X-Men. All... Yeah, it's like, literally. And it's just one of those things, it's just like, wow, this person had no idea what he was doing, and... <laughs> That's why, like, that third book kind of just had nothing in it, because there was nothing. And it was just people just talking and running and <laughs> doing things that weren't actually interesting. God, um, I forgot about the whole torture thing in the desert. Oh, my fucking lord. I oh, the, yeah, oh fact- yeah! Oh, my God, that is so... That is... Oh, my God. Oh, God, that was horrible. That was horrible. Sorry, continue, Morgan. No, that's it. Like, gonna... I cursed a child! But you are the one who shall be punished, man oh, who eight. loves his daughter. <laughs> Literally giving who's the guy that like pushes the boulder up over and over and over? Sisyphus. Again? 
literally giving those vibes. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. So is everyone well accounted for when it comes to that information? That's kind of it, unfortunately. For Singer, kind of that third book, for Singer, kind of has nothing else in it. <laughs> it's just that Besides promised well, yeah, war crimes and, like, <laughs> that weird thing about, like, killing is bad, but then they love killing. And technically they're traumatized, but they aren't really traumatized because they mm -hmm. still want to start kill, uh, start killing people. It's you know very thing, strange. Like, you know that thing, like, authors and, like, just people writing books or any, like, media will go to, like, people who experience something similar to, like, what they're describing in the book, like, research and shit? Like, it's very clear he didn't do that. <laughs> he does that multiple times throughout Moloch for, for all of his books. There's moments where I'm like, oh, I don't think he understood where this is. And I'll talk about that as well. Um, But the first chapter, uh, there's a battle. To be quite honest, you kind of don't really know, like, what battles are happening because it doesn't really matter usually. Unfortunately, they just kind of go, oh, we need this. That's happen. what I remember about this whole series. It's like nothing they do really advances the main conflict in any <laughs> way, shape, or form. I just wants to be like, oh right, Dragon King. Yeah, they're just they're just kind of wandering around until something happens. Literally, it's kind of. I've repeatedly forgotten what the main plot was. At the, like, I forgot there was a big bad we had to like confront. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, but um, so it's a battle, and during this, Roran, Aragon's cousin, nearly dies. And there's this moment where I was just like, oh, I don't think he knows how this works. Um, Pauline doesn't know. So basically, like, he sees Roran nearly, uh, nearly die, and this is what it says in the book. Aragon's shout was so, uh, so like, he screams, and this says, Aragon's shout was so loud, his voice broke, and slick, copper-tasting blood coated the back of his throat. He inhaled and doubled over coughing. So I don't... <laughs> the thing is that he's still that's... able to talk after that. <laughs> so it's just that... like, I don't, I don't I think mean, he can he... do that. <laughs> he, he, he has superpowers. He heals super fast. You know what I'm... No, he doesn't heal. <laughs> but, like, he doesn't just self-heal. He has to do spells. He just You know screams. what this reminds he me of? I think this was the last book. I think this was the last book. Where we were talking about, like, the farmers eating dirt. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, how weirdly descriptive he got for how it was to eat dirt. And now he's getting, like, weirdly descriptive for how it is for, like, blood in your throat. Yeah. It's like, eh. Yeah, so. It's like, it's, like, so jarring. It's like in Spongebob when they would do those shots that were super detailed. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're like, ah! And that <laughs> was inspired off of Ren and Stimpy. Oh god, that like, And here's where we go right. on the Rin and Stimpy rant. <laughs> oh lord, The thing oh about lord. Paolini is that, like, he likes to do details when, like, he, he really likes flowerly language, and he really likes, like, overly detailed things when nothing really matters. And, oh, and then, like, one thing that's really annoying in these battles, I'll also mention this too, for some reason, he does, like, this little, like, cool, edgy, kind of like, ooh, I'm so cool, I'm gonna be witty while killing this guy, you know, mm. kind of stuff. And, like, there's this moment where essentially, like, the soldier, um, you know, goes to Aragon and is just like, you! And then, like, Aragon basically, like, uh, kills him. And then he goes, like, me! Yeah! I'm just like... <laughs> 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 Jenkins, me, no you vibe. 
<laughs> like in like watching first graders fight. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> like he does this all the time. Like he did this what in like first like every single time. It's like oh yeah, I'm gonna do this cool <laughs> thing, and like Roran does it too, and it's just like it's not that cool. <laughs> it's really not that interesting <laughs> either. <laughs> I would I, 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 I love I would love 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 like I would hit canon that like he does this like Aragon does this unironically and like everyone's like what the fuck is this man do? like is, is this his man's attempted equip because that's what he could be we are at war mm. my cousin just got ran through by a seven foot sword <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how long it would take. <laughs> <laughs> that sword to come back. I just want the swords to get longer and longer to the point where it's like they're carrying like the size, like the height of a building behind them. They're just dragging it along with their super powered dragon strength or whatever. They're just but like you forget about their like epic rub burn on their inner thigh. <laughs> Hell yeah. The deadly rub burn. <laughs> oh, there shall be some high. <laughs> Let's see. And then after that, there was like... So after that, there was also this... How do I explain this? It's this item that doesn't actually do anything. So it was this... Um, basically, <laughs> they get this spear. Uh, someone tries to use this magical <laughs> spear on Sephira... And then, like, um, it was supposed to kill her, but it doesn't. And then they're like, oh, wow, this cool spear, it can actually kill dragons. That's very interesting. What? We're going to keep it. Mm. And I will tell you right now, it only comes up once. Mm. It comes up once, and it, it, like nothing really happens with the spear. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> don't know why. Wait, wait, like, wait. wait. So, wait, sorry. Sorry for interrupting. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. So the this, the enemy, I suppose, they're like some they come across an orb that says it can kill dragons and it doesn't fucking work. And their first thought is, oh cool, an orb that kills dragons <laughs> after seeing it not work. No, it's a sphere. Oh, sorry, sphere. Oh god, S P E R. Oh, like spear. A, a spear. Yeah, okay. Not <laughs> Maybe it's my accent. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> I understood you, Morgan. Okay, I was just like, oh no, these are really similar. Frowns. Okay. But yeah, so essentially they win the battle, and it's actually very interesting. There's these uh, creatures called werecats, <laughs> and they are essentially these. Uh, there, like, there are these other uh, these kind of like largest cat uh, creatures that can turn into humans. So it's probably like the size of Wait. like a Maine Coon. I, yes. So it's a were cat, but it's not a human turning into a cat. It's a cat turning into a human. It's very strange. I don't. So it would be more know. like a were human. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, because no, like, I don't actually know because like you usually see them. You see them both in human form and and cat form, and I don't like they they never actually say like because uh, explain this. So Angela, uh, she has a kind of like companion that's a were cat, and the first time you see them, um, Solombum, uh, they're in the shape of a cat. So <laughs> just, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a human turning into a cat or if it's a cat turning into a human. I don't know. Is they Felicia switch. from Darkstalkers a were cat? That is my question. Uh, I don't know. I don't actually play Doc. Uh, never played Darkstalkers. 
also just just me being a nerd and also nitpicky. Um, technically speaking, the term werecop would actually be appropriate in this in this context because um, the etymology of the word werewolf literally just means like where used to be man. So it's not like saying like it becomes a wolf. It's like saying like man wolf. So technically, regardless of which way you go, you would still be a werewolf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... I guess it'd be a wolf where I don't know. <laughs> English is weird. <laughs> uh, but okay. So, uh, so basically, after that, like, how do I explain this? So like, they come to help, and then like, Aragon and Nasueda are like racist. <laughs> That so sounds you, like, like Hold on, this is everything I want. <laughs> I love how this just immediately went off the rails. <laughs> like this immediately, like oh, they're racist. <laughs> no, like, I love it. So All of the so sudden, like forty n words were uttered, like loud, hard R. <laughs> the worst part. The worst part is what. The one black person in this entire fucking series is the racist. Yeah, it's very, it's very bad. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so, like, I'll give you the situation. So they're like, oh, you know, the work has to be here to help. What can we give them? We're kind of broke. And then, like, Aragon's just like, well, you can offer, like, I offered them barrels of cream. And, and everyone's just like, okay. And then, like, Nasweda afterwards, when, like, she's talking to, uh, to the actual like leader of the werecats. So we're like, oh, you know, uh, we can offer you as much cream as you want, uh, but beyond that, our resources are limited. And it's just like, can you not? <laughs> can, you- can you give them like something useful and not just, cream this because they're cats? Just- like that seems also vaguely like kind of like a microaggression. Oh, they're not. Yeah, it it was. It is. (laughs) You wouldn't even put that at a microaggression at that point. That's a full on aggression. Nothing micro about it. It's It's like when we were growing up and all the like charities for Africa was just about giving them shoes. Because all the pictures they would show of of African like children didn't have shoes. Mm -hmm. And that's like. Not even the majority of the population, nor the majority of their problems. Right, like, yeah, exactly that. Like, uh, hmm. Hmm. This doesn't seem right. This <laughs> seems a little... Yeah, no, not touching what it. What I'm saying! <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, oh, the racist towards Wearcats. And, um... Okay, uh, so essentially, like, after that, like, you know, they basically, like, uh, because even though they said that, you know, the the leader still wants to help, and I'm just like, oh, wow, okay, bullying works. (laughs) still want to help. And, you know, they figure out, like, what they need and such, and everything kind of goes smoothly. And I was like, well, that's the first. Um, And uh, Gladier is, so, like, uh, the next thing is that Gladier... Um, he's still in, like, the kind of Eldenari, uh, like, so he's in the Eldenari, and because his writer died, he's, like, still super depressed, and, like, he's not talking, he's just, like, being sad, because, I mean, like, literally, like, basically, we're, like, connected to this thing for your entire life, this being for your entire life, 
and then you also like have the trauma of dying and then you also have like not that connection anymore so it's just like yeah you know what understandable (laughs) (laughs) i understand why you're sad gladier um and this is also like a weird thing that kind of happens so like a baby's being born and uh there's an issue so as i heard like um a baby having like a cleft um a cleft lip or cleft palate isn't that the thing with the lip that's like mm, it's kind of like a little like mark it looks kind of yeah. almost uh they call it um in the book they call it like a cat's lip and this okay so so here's the thing so um aragon is um so let's oh, this so first the elves try to help and the elves are like ew we don't like the elves anymore even though in what? the like, third book, Did you say the elves don't like the elves anymore? No, no, no. The humans were like, they, all of a sudden, they're just like, oh, actually, um, we never like the elves. We feel very uncomfortable with them. <laughs> Even though in the third book and the second book, they were like, oh, wow, we love the elves. So <laughs> wonderful. And then Paolini just suddenly said, oh, yeah, uh, actually, uh, you know, they... They're very cautious this is when he elves. entered his dwarf phase. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? It's like, have any of you seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? No, uh, yeah. I've seen like some stuff, yes. but not really. I, I, I just remember one, I think they were like breaking into somebody's house to try and find something. And they were like trying to give everyone like team positions. And like Charlie was like the wild card or whatever. So like he carried around like a, like an Uno wild card. And like, I, I, I just, I think I remember like they were trying to escape like in a van or something and and it's like wait i can't stop and it's like yeah i cut the brakes why'd you do that because wild card bitch and just throws it down i feel like that's what this is <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this, I think this is kind of just how paulini is yes. like, it's not even like the humans it's just like paulini's just being like yeah wild card <laughs> and then i have to read what he I'm writes i'm just seeing how like nothing is established <laughs> Yeah, no. Like, is. if something is established, he does like a control Z. <laughs> like the amount that this man is retconning his own stuff mm-hmm. is a lot. It's almost like different writers are writing each book without reading the previous book. I really do feel like he forgets what he wrote, and... or he just can't figure out how to make it meaningful, or no longer likes it. It doesn't fit in his new vision, so he's just like, just kidding. I literally think that's what, like it's just it's so. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Because it fe- because like you said, Elena, it feels as if he's like, oh, actually, never mind. But then sometimes mm-hmm. it's like he does this thing where it's just like, mm-hmm. oh no, this dude totally <laughs> forgot what he wrote, and it shows in mm-hmm. this book. Um, but yeah, so specifically, like the elves were trying to like you know to fix this child, and then they're just like, well, we don't really like the elves apparently anymore. <laughs> Um, they're weirdos, apparently, even though you're being like, oh wow, they're so beautiful, they're so wonderful, we love it when they laugh, they sound so wonderful, everyone's being <laughs> so happy at looking at them, everyone's looking at Arya, but then now all of a sudden, we're like, oh, actually, never mind, we don't like They're you. like, ew, get out of here, Arya, you're disgusting. <laughs> Literally! <laughs> Maybe they're, like, negging. No, <laughs> You know, where it's like you got a crush on someone, so you, like, bully them, basically. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but yeah, so essentially, they, uh... Also, Henry, you've been, like, out of frame. Have I? Oh, fuck balls. <laughs> Sorry, guys, can we take a quick 
I know it's early, but can we take a quick break? Okay. <laughs> okay. So we're back. Um, and uh, so essentially, this baby has a cleft lip, and um, oh please, like, please, and they don't please, want the elves to do it, so baby. they're like, okay, uh, then we'll get Aragon to do it. And essentially, this is like plastic surgery, essentially. <clears throat> um, but the thing that, like, he kind of says, so here's the thing. So this baby is a girl, and I'm going to explain what Aragon, like, what Paolini writes here. Hold on. So it says, children curse with a cat lip. This is ne- th- that's what they call it. The cleft lip is called a cat lip. And uh, they were rarely allowed to live. They were difficult to feed. Oh my fucking feed. god. Oh, hold on. They were difficult to feed. And even if the parents could feed them, such children would suffer a miserable lot. Shunned, ridiculed, and unable to make a suitable match for marriage. In most cases, it would have been better for all if the child had been stillborn. So, oh my god. god. Oh That's my so fucked god. up. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> and then, like, it's weird because like, like, and the baby's a girl. So I'm like, are you literally just saying that because they'll be too ugly to marry? Is that what you're saying? Is that what oh you're saying? Oh my fucking god! It's like, oh, I I had a child with some sort of like um dis- deformity, some sort yeah. of disformity. Well, time to stab I wish they it were with a butcher born. knife. Yeah, I'm just like, oh wow, That's- that is that is disgusting, and I'm amazed more people haven't talked <laughs> about it. Honestly. Because this is not some fake, magical, not real, like, thing people go through. Mm -hmm. This is a real thing people have. Maybe even someone reading this fucking book. So fucked up. That's so true. Oh, God. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, God. (laughs) It's incredibly common. Mm-hmm. How did this get approved? I don't know, Henry. I don't know. I think it's because, what? like, again, the publishing company was Pellini's parents, and I don't know who's editing this. I truly don't know if it's getting edited. But there's weird stuff like this where, you know, where they'll be like, oh, yeah, this person's ugly, so they're bad. This person's weird, so they're, um, you know, so they're evil. And it's just like, I'm sorry, what's happening here? I'm sorry, what's happening? (laughs) So bad. So fucked up. I'm just, where do we... Okay, um... The experience of this book so far has been what the fuck? That really just kind of yeah, that takes the cake. Mm. Was not yeah. expecting blatant ableism. Well, you know, like when it comes to ableism, he like Pauline does it a lot. Mm-hmm. Like for example, was it Bersinger? I think it was Bersinger where essentially, um, like. Aragon is actually like he's injured and he is unable to like you know do things and like he's kind of like he's essentially crippled and he does this weird like ew woe is me oh I don't want to be a cripple it's so bad you know I don't want to have this scar on my back that causes me. it's so weird oh my god and he so is, like in like in the same book he gets fixed. And it's just like oh well now you just like you know because it would have been really interesting if he didn't have certain skills yeah like 
Yeah, because that would mean that he would have to work um, like on like his intelligence or strategy or something very interesting. But no, Halloween says, no, this boy has to be perfect. We're going to heal him in a very special, fancy way with magic. And it's just weird. I it also know. promotes this narrative. And it was just kind of said with the children with the, the lip where it's like the mm-hmm. cursed are disabled. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, right. Like, mm-hmm. oh, if you're disabled, you're cursed, which is like very old ass thinking from mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of years ago. I'm not that it doesn't happen now, but you know what I mean, where it was like, mm-hmm. and uh, that's like extremely disturbing. Yeah. yeah. The weirdest, the worst part about that is it's not even old ass thinking. That's what like, I'm there saying. So like, it still exists. Then, like, if you were disabled, they were like, you're magical, bruh! Yeah, it still exists <laughs> now, of course, but like, it's, that was just like how it was, you know? Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So, <sighs> um, so Aragon fixes the baby's luck. It looks fine. Like, thank God he didn't screw that up, but a mm. He tries to bless the child with "May you be happy," and okay, so here's the thing. So the newborn immediately smiles, and if you know newborns, newborns don't smile. Yeah, <laughs> they're typically screaming. Feel like I don't know how this like child like is screwed up now, but just like you know, like I think what if it, they like, can't experience any emotions except happiness. So like regardless of no, how horrible their that's life what is, it they're sounds not like, to, like that's act. what it sounds like to me. It's so that's right. It and like, like no me. matter how horrible their life or circumstances are, almost, they are forced to never analyze it. Never almost able to a analyze almost it. a like a mania. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Catch us next time when we see what happens when Aragon creates bipolar disorder. <laughs> <laughs> Without the bi part. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of the end of Roran, um, of Aragon's story for now. Lord. So, <laughs> so this is Roran's story now, and Asweda basically is like, okay, I need you to go to the city. I need you to be there in four days. You're going to be on horseback the entire time. And then after you get to the city, you're going to then lead this battalion to um, to take this city in three days. And it's just like, I'm sorry, like, that is a incredibly hard thing to do. Um, it's but- also incredibly, like, psychologically damaging. Like, you're sacking a city. You were sacking mm-hmm. that. In three there days. There are going to be children in three days. You are killing children. Yeah, it's, it's just... It's very weird, but, um... Yeah, <laughs> but, like... So that happens, and... So, this is the thing. I... Again, it's the thigh rub. I don't know. Mm. I don't... I don't get... <laughs> oh my god. It's like the Achilles heel. Yeah, like, I don't get why Paulini thinks you get thigh rub while riding anything. <laughs> Like, he I'm had just, like, one bad like, experience riding a horse as a kid, and he has never, like, let that psychological... But I don't out. know yeah. how you're getting thyro while riding a horse, because <laughs> I've ridden horses before, multiple times. I never got thyro! <laughs> you gotta try harder, Morgan. You gotta try like, harder. You really gotta get in there. The only, the only horse he yeah. rode is one of those wooden thick ones. <laughs> that was the research he did. Maybe, I don't, but yeah, but Roran gets fire up, and so it's like, who 
Because, again, it's one of those things that's just like, who did you talk to? Did this occur in your life? Why do you keep saying this? You mean you don't <laughs> Why wear... Why is it such a big deal? Like, even if you did get thyra from a horse, wouldn't it be, like, inconvenient at worst? Yeah, like, you mean you guys don't wear riding pants made out of sandpaper? You mean that's Why not a thing? Get... <laughs> just get some Vaseline, you little wimp. I just love the idea that, like, I don't even know if this is true. I'm not pretending to know anything about Bellini's life, but if he was so privileged that the worst pain he felt was thigh rub. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god, you know what? Canon. The gods have decreed it. Click, click. I want that to be real so I can just laugh. <laughs> but yeah, um, so Rowan is kind of... So this is the thing that I never really understood. So Rowan is a farm boy. And the thing that I don't get he, is that is he the one that ate the dirt. Yes. Okay. He's cool. the cousin that's how you that know. ate the dirt. That's how you he's know he's so, legit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so Warren's a farm boy, and he actually says that he can't read. Um. But then, for some weird reason, like, I was like, I actually sat down and was like, wait, how is Rowan doing this? He knows all this strategy, and he can think of things on the fly and do all these things. And I'm like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Where is he getting this knowledge from? What's happening? Like, yeah, I'm just like, he can't True read. Shit. I don't know, like, cause like, I, like, you know, they're like, they never talk about how he, like, he played, like, even chess or checkers or any kind of strategy game. He, like, for some weird reason, he just knows all this strategy. <laughs> and it's just like, wait, how did he, how did he, how did he do this? What's happening? But even then, it's funny because, like, um, there's this point where uh Roran is sleeping um like in a tent and he nearly gets assassinated and it's just like oh yeah i forgot to have guards out during the night and it's just like hold on hold on <laughs> Roran, you're the leader <laughs> why are you the leader when you don't know how like when to put guards out at night so you won't get killed in your sleep what <laughs> <laughs> Were there no other named characters with a grade school education available? No, so there actually are. Like, there's this one captain that's like, bro, why are you the leader? And then they're like, oh, Robert's better than you. You know, he's, you know, he's, he's won more battles than you fought, which is incorrect. But anyway. <laughs> can we, can we, like, say, like, Aragon create, invents nepotism. Mm. perhaps i don't even know but yeah um but um there you probably don't even remember him because he's not really that important um but um during every character in the book (laughs) (laughs) but there's this magician friend kind of like his battle buddy um rowan's battle buddy named karn and he knew magic and uh karn dies um he's killed in a magical explosion um but here's the thing so they are in um they're so like they actually get into the city and they go to the castle and how do i explain this so Roran's trying to figure out like where the lord of the city is and it's like it's very weird because like the servants are like they literally say i do not know about gavatorix or the empire store uh but halstead that's the lord's name has been uh has always been kind enough to us serving folk and i'll not see him strung up by the likes of you 
filthy and grateful monk, that's what you are. So it's just like, okay, hold on. Vibe. So this guy seems Vibe. pretty nice. This Vibe. guy seems pretty nice. So why, like, who are the good guys here? And then it's really, it gets even worse because Roaring, like, essentially, like, it's like, I actually have the code here. It's kind of long, but it's just like, oh my God, Roaring, what are you doing? He, like, verbally threatened. Oh my God. <laughs> he verbally threatens, like, the servant, you know? He, like, he, he basically threatens to, like, knock out, like, her teeth. And it's like, really weird. And then, it, like, yeah, like, and then eventually it's just like, oh, okay, we'll, um, we'll tell you where he is. He's, like, in this little area. And <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> and when I heard that, I was just like, wait, who are the good guys here? <laughs> I can tell you for damn sure it's none of our main characters. We've been saying that since the fucking beginning. They've done nothing but go to where they don't belong and fuck shit up. It's so it's so bad. Honestly, but um, but like, long story short, um, you know, they they kill the Lord and including. They mentioned this slightly, but it's just like oh, no. Roran. Oh God, so. How do I explain this? So, um, the Lord was killed, um, via suffocation due to a fire, and he had his young daughter there. Mm. So, so the daughter suffocated as well, and they kind of, like, talk about that for a brief, like, second. And it's just like, okay. But, yes, the Lord's dead. And he's talking to like. Why would you even include that? Yeah, as a writer, I don't know. Like normally, when you would normally (laughs) when you would include something like that as a writer, you're trying to imply like, oh, this is not the the good guy. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like that point in a movie where like the main character has like is working with these people, then they do something like that, and the main character's like, oh my god. But no, they're just like throw that shit in there, and they're like any hoodles. Mm. Yeah, like, it's a very weird moment, because it's, they, Pellini tries to imply that, like, he's slightly, um, you know, that Roran's slightly sad over it, but it's for literally, like, one sentence, and then they just continue on. And I'm just like, okay, kind of weird. Um, I don't know. It was just a, it it was just like, a guy and his daughter, like, suffocating to death, don't worry about it. They're like, That uh, seemed to be a pretty good guy. (laughs) Blah. It's okay. <laughs> Listen, actions a- happen. A- I'm only a- human <laughs> after all. Yeah, Poe body's nervous. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Rowan's actually talking like with Nasueda and everything, and then Nasueda was like, "Oh, um, I actually expected that you wouldn't be able to do it." So it's just like the, then why did you? <laughs> why did you? <laughs> Wait, what? She, she sent him on his. This bitch you don't like him either. She was like, I "Okay, know. let me get rid of them both." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's like she's like one like, of them will kill the other. And I'll deal with the with the after effect. <laughs> I friend of the servant kills him first. And no, apparently not. I, right, I 100 percent believe she was like, you know, I really don't like either of them. So like, let me let them settle it out. And yeah, yeah, I don't care anymore. One of you has to die. <laughs> 
So, um, so they kind of, especially after that, um, Nesquid and Missy says, like, okay, you know, we still need you up here, um, like, you know, in, in this area, so since you're done with, since you're done with, you know, sacking this city, you know, uh, kind of, like, taking care of that leader, we want you to come back up here with Aragon, so that's what he does. And after this is, like, you know, while this is kind of happening, um, it's very strange, because, like, they're um so like they're basically trying to uh sorry the varden aragon and nasueda you know except for Roran, he's coming back up uh they're trying to take over this city called dras leona um it's kind of not important that you know about this like i'll probably explain it later um but essentially it was a city that we've already kind of been to um but i'll explain that later for now you just need to know that they're in dras leona um, so essentially what happens is that uh, they're trying to figure out like Sorry, when... so... Yes. Who's in there right now is Aragon. Aragon, the Sueda, and then I'm also going to include Elva as well. Elva is the cursed child. Is Roran there, he... or he's no, heading not there? Okay. He's heading there. Wait, so then how did... But Nesueda's already there? Yes, he, she's like, she's been basically so... So who was Roran just talking to? Oh, sorry, sorry. They're doing it through a scrying mirror. It's kind of like a telephone. Okay. Oh, I was like, what? She's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. She's like, I'll I'll meet you there, but first I'm going to break both your legs so I get there first. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, the way this shit's been going, I wouldn't put it past her. (laughs) Yeah, they're kind of like doing the Zoom call. So they're doing a Zoom call to plan out taking over this city? Dras Leona, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what is special about this city? Um, I'll explain it later. Um, just need to know that's Dras Leona. It's a little bit complicated, so I'm just gonna start yeah, with- Yeah, Anthony, just accept it. Don't you know that in most <laughs> novels you don't know why something's <laughs> happening until after it happens, maybe if you're lucky? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, just in retrospect, I realized there has been, like, zero actual strategy talked about in this book, I yeah, it's I like what Morgan just said. Yeah, I'm I'm just realizing that, like, yeah, no, we don't know why they're taking over certain cities. We just they're essentially this essentially sounds like the Crusades, where like there's really no plan. There's an exit, there's a destination, kinda, but like really, there's just a bunch of people like sacking and pillaging villages left and right mm-hmm. now, saying that they're like fighting for like such and such, but like I. You don't even really know why they're sacking villages to begin with, let alone why they're doing these villages, but I don't even understand why they're doing it, period. So, what it appears is that, like, they want to free certain towns of Galbatorix, uh, King Galbatorix, uh, like, influence, and, um, often, which is very weird, but, like, yeah, but it's very strange, because... It has actually happened twice, you know, uh, was this first time in Bersinger where the the leader of a city was just like a normal person, wasn't evil, was actually quite nice. <laughs> and then there's this one where the person is also, it like, appears to be quite nice. And, and the fact that they, oh, I'm sorry, Maureen. No, no, continue, continue. It sounds like, at least for now, they're just going in, taking these cities by force. Mm-hmm. Instead of maybe sitting down with the leader, being like, hey, want to join us? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, no, that's my thing. Like, 
if you want to take a city from like an empire, it's like especially an know, unchallenged Iron Fist empire, right? A very unpopular one with the people. Yeah, a dictatorship that's unpopular with the people. You don't need to sack a city. You can just cause a civil war or an uprising. Get the people on your side, but now you're just kind of breaking everyone's shit. And it reminds me of what Morgan said, where now these places are without leaders, and eventually will be without government. Right, and, and she's now gonna un- be open fucking any- stable. Are we sure these are the good guys? Yeah. No, <laughs> that's what I said. The, the, our main characters have not been the good guys since day fucking one. All they've done when is the- broken everything, including an e- including a rock that turned out to be an egg, mm. which caused all this shit. In the I also first just place. like the fact, unless Morgan just hasn't talked about it. Again, we don't know a lot about this king. But he also hasn't been established as being very evil. So, you know? <laughs> I mean, he I tortured talk Arya. About that. <laughs> I mean, he tortured Arya, but Arya's a racist and, like, also, like, the most. Malet- get into these towns and they're, like, partying and, like, right. chilling. You know? I guess in the very beginning with the fire, was that yeah. because of that? But Again, like, that's a personal shit. Why are you bringing an entire fucking kingdom in this? <laughs> yeah, they burned down they, your they grandpa. They basically so far have been doing. He's evil because we said so. You know, basically. Uh, there are like certain. So I will say one thing. So there's the fact that he he wants control of the dragons. He wants control of the riders. Um. There is something that's kind of noted, but again, it doesn't really do anything. Um, but we so... were talking about how that might be a good thing, because then you have people like Aragon <laughs> stumbling over dragon eggs, cursing babies. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, who's also, like, really fetishistic about murder. <laughs> but, like, also, murder's bad! But, like, also, I'm getting kind of horny right now, killing all these farmers we call slavers. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird. I, I like maybe a murder hobo shouldn't have unlimited power. And again, it reminds mm-hmm. me of what we were talking about, where it's like before and early on, they were like, "I can't believe you killed this slave owner," and now they're just killing this guy that seemed like a good guy. Like, where are the morals? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, know. with the slave owners. Mm. <laughs> Ironically enough. <laughs> So, so yeah, so essentially what happens, this is like Syringe Ross Leona. And so they don't really know like how they're going to capture the city. And they actually go to Elva. So here's the thing. So Elva was actually fixed. She um Aragon actually fixed Elva's curse, where now she doesn't actually have to help people. She can just do whatever she wants and she's just having a good old time. And Nasweda actually goes and is like, hey, Elva, can you help us? And this is what Elva says. I own no bond of allegiance to you or anyone else, Nasweda. Find some other child to win your battles for you. I'll not do it. <laughs> and I'm just like, good. Yeah, good. boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very boss. Because <laughs> didn't Nasweda kind of use a- that against her before? Yes, mm. yes. Um, It was one of those things that, like... Nasweda actually didn't want her to be fixed, and it was what I swear to God, I swear oh, to God, right. because, yeah, because like because Aragon's like, hey, should I fix Elva? And then Nasweda immediately says, hey, can you pretend 
to do it and then fail. And then mm. it's just like, bro. Again, what like what Henry and I were just talking about, if you want someone's help, you can just ask them. Yes! <laughs> They're just going in forcing it. Again, Which who is, like, is the good guy here? That's like what they've done this whole series. There's no. It's consent. been like you're, they're like you're helping me now because you have to, and we're gonna treat you like shit while you do it, and I'm gonna make damn sure you don't get the choice. What the fuck? Mm. I'm just. It's like, are we also, supposed like, keep in mind, to? Elva's like what three? Elva, I believe, is like one and a half. <laughs> are we supposed God. to like any of these people? I right? think so. Are you when I sure? Was younger, I was, <laughs> when I was younger and had bad taste, I liked Aragon, but now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, he's just a lunatic. <laughs> are you <laughs> still, are you sure? <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, not seeing how, I'm not seeing how we're supposed to like. <laughs> when you lack a frontal lobe and you don't have that much experience in reading books and you don't. No, like, I don't know, it's just one of those things that's just, like, because people, like, for young adult novels, they often, like, just have bad writing in them. Um, I remember this one book, it was terrible, even childhood me was like, this is the worst thing ever. And it was actually a popular series. Um, was it Twilight? Books like that. <laughs> um, no, it was, I think it was, was it Alex Ryder? It was something dumb, it was terrible, um, but I hated it. I remember reading one chapter, got annoyed, and then returned the book. It was so bad. And that was when I was in middle school. <laughs> you, remember, um, meant- you remember at all what you liked about Aragon? The thing that I liked about Aragon was that I was... I liked... Um, there were certain things... Well, so I was like a kid that just loved dragons. <laughs> and I... Like, cause, like Anything that had dragons in it, I just read it. That was very good to me. Um, the thing that was really cool was I also liked the idea of the magic system. The magic system was interesting, and I also liked, um, it was funny, I liked Aragon the best, because I thought it was just, like, something, I don't know, just, like, it was just very interesting, being like, oh, cool, a dragon rider, and of course, like, childhood me is like, oh, no, no, like, it's funny, because even as I think about it, I don't remember truly understanding what I was reading, like, for example, with Sloan. Mm. Um, as a child, I didn't understand, like, how creepy that was. I didn't understand how horrific that was. Um, you know, and also was, like, it was was the fact that I was kind of reading things, reading these books because I had to. And it was mostly just more, like, a way to pass time. And also, uh, because at my middle school... Um, you basically had to read a bunch of books in order to get points, and then you get a better grade in English class. So if you read, you know, a bunch of large books like Aragon, the Inheritance series, they're like, you know, they're basically bricks. And uh, so if you read those, you would basically be good for like the entire semester. Uh, that's kind of just why wow. I liked um these books. Just very simple, lack of frontal lobe thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, also I, written by okay in this fourth book do you know how old the author was he i'm pretty sure he was 20 something um bersinger he was i think uh, i should know I, I probably should have actually looked up how old because um, not only is the audience without a frontal lobe mm-hmm. his is not yet fully <laughs> developed it sounds like yeah yeah doesn't fully mm-hmm. develop till roughly 25 
Yeah, I believe Bersinger was or... done when he was 22. Um, I don't remember when Inheritance was. Um, but or unfortunately, literally yeah, the blind up. leading the blind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. And it, it doesn't really help that, again, it feels as if no one was editing these, and if they were, it was very minimal. Um, his writing is very bad. Um, his characterization <laughs> is very bad. Uh, I'm not sure if it was because his parents were, like, was the publishing company that they just let it through. It was very strange. I don't know. Wow. Uh, but yeah. Um, and also one thing, uh, I'll, I'll talk about this just because. Um, has anybody heard of Moby Dick? How like how like authors will just be like, oh man, I love this thing. And then we'll begin to just like babble for multiple pages. Um, so Moby Dick, it was the author being very, you know, just being very excited about whaling and all that mm-hmm. whaling stuff. Um, mm-hmm. For this one, um, this happens also in Bersinger, because Paulini, he, I, I, I believe this, he actually learned how to blacksmith, so there was, like, multiple pages of just, uh, you know, of just him giving the details about how to build a sword. This one, in this book, it's four pages of a dwarf um, making, like, this kind of puzzle. I, had this, like, um, I have a picture here for the people to see that are watch this presentation, but what it is, it's that it's this mud ball that's been polished so that it becomes shiny and looks like a stone. And this is for four pages, and this is actually a realistic thing. It's uh, it's called a dorodango. It is a Japanese thing. And uh, we also talked about this before, how it seems like the dwarves were connected to this kind of Japanese aesthetic thing. And this mm-hmm. kind of confirms, oh, okay, yeah, no, um... Paulini is definitely leaning like you know this dwarf stuff seems to be coming from the you know from the uh, from Japanese stuff. I mean, um, I, give him props because like dwarf, he avoided the whole we call it like Scottish Irish thing. Yeah, and went for Asian like that. You know that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, let's see. So. After that, um, this kind of annoys me because Aragon is kind of this being that, like, he doesn't really have to try. Everything's just kind of handed to him. Um, but something that happens is that Aragon is training with Arya when it comes to, uh, like, swords, actually, like, sword fighting. And Arya just keeps beating Aragon. And Aragon kind of gets upset and it's just like, why are you so good and why can't I beat you? And then Arya is like, well, her entire life. <laughs> she's like, but you woman. <laughs> and she literally says, "I've had over a hundred years of practice." And while this happens, you know, like they're fighting and everything, and then Gladier, he finally kind of comes to and actually interrupts them, and is just like, "Hey, you know." You shouldn't really be focusing on your body. You should actually be focusing on like your mind because you're going to be fighting Gavatorix. And this is what he actually says. He basically says, you have to see what you're looking at. And what this basically means is like, look at your opponent. And actually like read your opponent and like, you know, and actually so... And then, like, Aragon, like, starts doing that with Arya. And here's the thing. 
I oh, no. swear to God. Oh, no. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so no. 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 I'm already, no. I so. De- I decline. And that was where they all live happily ever after. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah. See you next time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, so mm. that's a no, no. <laughs> Please continue. It's already. I, I'm already feeling the feelings. Might as well have somewhere to put them. Okay, so here it is. So basically, so so Aragon's actually finally looking at Arya, and this is what it says here. It was a daunting task, especially since he made an effort to not view her as he usually did, as a beautiful woman he admired and longed for, but as the person she actually was, whole and complete and separate from his own needs and wants. So, here's the thing. So that means he never thought of her as an actual person. Oh (laughs) my god. And it was like... (laughs) (laughs) This man wishes Andrew Tate! I love how this is supposed to be character growth. (laughs) Who? Oh my god! Cancelled. This is this man has liked this girl since the first book, and he's just coming to this. Cancelled. And also spent a fuck ton of time with her. And this is the thing. You know what? This is the uh, this is the good book. Galbatrox all the way. Galbatrox all the way. I'm uh, 100% <laughs> That's what Gal- I'm saying. Burn the ho- His daddy deserved to get burned to death. His daddy deserved to die. <laughs> <laughs> so, he so raised yeah, a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so... So this is what... Yeah, so, so literally, they fight some more. You know, um, Aragon and Arya, they fight some more. And then, like... Finally, they're evenly matched. So it's like, oh, wow. So Arya, 100 years, over 100 mm. years of practice. And then Aragon just gets a LOL, just look at them. <laughs> and oh then, like, God. fighting a human being? <laughs> 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 so wait, wait, wait a minute. I have to, I have to look. What is this looking Oh, oh god. god. So yeah, oh, it's just like, oh, actually read your enemy? Oh wow. Like even though <laughs> Wait, he's been in so many fights by now. How is he just learning this? That's the thing. <laughs> and many people have pointed this out where it's like, how have you been winning? Um in my brain, um, this is what I'm thinking personally. Um, so I think that he was just going like he was just like so he he has dragon rider strength and speed. And I genuinely think that he was just, um, like, he was just going so fast and he was hitting so strong that he was automatically winning against humans. So, like, (laughs) in reality, he's just a horrible fighter, but he's just that strong and that fast. He just enabled cheat codes. (laughs) I think that's literally what it was, but that's just my headcanon, because it's like, well, then how else was he he winning? but yeah, that's just me. And so yeah, and then they also do like mental training with like the minds and trying to like shield the minds and everything. And then like there's just one thing, I just want to kind of like just say this because it's just very weird because it's just like there's just one moment, like literally a chapter where Aragon's just like, oh, 
I want to make an illusion that's very, very, very realistic. And Gladiator's just like, why? That attempt might kill you. And then he's just like, because I wanna. <laughs> You're not my dad. <laughs> but, oh, my like, okay, so it's just funny. Look at, and, and like, everyone's just like, but why? But like, thank God, he just like makes the illusion. And it, you know, he, he doesn't die. Is that like, a thank God? What? Is is it good that he didn't die? Is that what we're cheering? Uh, no, no, it is not. Like you sure about I, that, Morgan? <laughs> I thought we were full in the camp of this. This little psychopath needs to fucking go. If everyone <laughs> dies except Alva, and if the dad gets his sight back, I will consider that a happy ending. <laughs> hey, what happened to his little sister insert character? What happened to her? She's still even alive. Little sister intercarriage? That was the oh, one you Angela? mentioned having the cat, right? Oh, Angela. Oh, oh, I don't want to talk about I hate her. Because <laughs> she doesn't really... <laughs> it's like, weirdly, because, like, she has these moments in the book that's just, like... Like, it's just very... I don't know, I feel like she, like, she's just so, like, ha-ha, I'm wacky! Ha-ha-ha-ha! I'm so cool! Ha-ha! And then everyone goes, ha you're so cool! <laughs> it's just like, she just, But she just the doesn't do anything. The high school musical where everyone just sings the same song. <laughs> everyone you know, already has a choreography down, that was yeah. covered in orientation. <laughs> well, like, it's not even that, it's just like, she, I don't know, it's just... I don't know, like, it's just, I don't know, I feel... Because, um, it's actually her older sister, um, his older sister, and, like, I really just think... I don't know if Angela was just saying "ha" and then I do this. Now write it down, Chris. I don't. I don't. Wait, wait, wait. So he, we call his older sister bullied him into making this fucking character. No, no, no. Like, cause he wanted her in there, but I don't know, like, who was writing the dialogue for her. It's just like, it's just really weird. It kind of reminds me of Mortal Kombat Four. There's a character in that named Tanya. She, she I, I love think, Tanya. I think she was based off of Ed Boon, the creator's sister. And the whole thing about that is like she kind of it's kind of like if you base that character on your sister, that's kind of fucked up because like like her whole thing is like like, she's basically wearing a bikini during it, but then, like, also, like, oh, or, I don't know. I did not look at it that angle. I did but not see it from that. Not, not even just that. Like, like, not even just that. The whole thing is, like, her whole story is that she pretends to be a good guy and then betrays everyone because, haha, I'm evil. Awesome. But she's <laughs> fucking awesome when she does it, so shut the fuck up. She's great. <laughs> Like, her whole thing, like, she leads Liu Kang to his death in her ending. And that's the whole thing. Okay, but can you really say Liu Kang didn't deserve it? Uh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let, let, let's, keep it, let's keep it 100. Let's keep it 100 <laughs> on the Lord Hit Podcast. <laughs> okay. So... So they're still trying to figure out how to how to um get into Drosley. Um sorry. 
Dasiona. And what they basically found out is that this one guy is like, hey, you know, there's these ancient tunnels. And, like, you know, and one of the leaders is like, oh, you know, I've been reading this book. And essentially, you know, it talked about, um, it talked about, like, you know, men, dwarves, and elves. And then Arya immediately just goes like, um, well, actually, uh, the book was actually really, really, um, it was written badly about the elves, and they didn't know what they were talking about. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> what? And then, this is funny, because the guy's like, okay, that may be. But he knew a great deal about humans, and it's the humans we're interested in. And in my brain, I was like, suck it. I don't care about you, Arya. Mm. Suck it! It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, it's just like, oh, it's just, it's just so funny. He's being like, oh, actually, the author's wrong. And then the guy just immediately corrects. And it's just like, well, we're talking about humans here, so you can just shut up now. It's like Paulini like, hates his own characters and, like, constantly <laughs> jumps on them. He's um, actualing himself. Like, <laughs> um, actually, Paulini elves are, like... <laughs> God. It's like, God. it's like when you're a DM for D&D &D and you have two NPCs that are arguing with each other. You know, it's like, what do you do <laughs> in a book? A split person. <laughs> but the, the thing that makes it confusing is it switches all the time. It's still like, who's going to be dunked on next? Like, <laughs> this thing, like, a lot of people are rude to each other. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> but don't worry, yeah, they're going like... to save the world. <laughs> <laughs> Together. <laughs> as a team. <laughs> Forever. Oh, so, um... So, yeah, so they're going to use the ancient um, tunnels in the city. And they actually try and ask Elba, because they're like, oh, you know, this place might have traps and everything. Um, let's go ask Elba to see if she'll help. And she was just like, Haha, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's the thing. So now I'm going to actually talk about what Drasleona is. Um, Drasleona had, uh, has these, um, has this population that has this very kind of cannibalistic, um, sacrificial, um, kind of religion. And uh, they also worship uh, these creatures called the Razak. Um, they like eat humans and everything. Those, and they're very those, evil. Those were like the loked guys from before, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. 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 The 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 like assassin thing. Yeah, they were the ones that were like following. Um, right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because like first they um like first they were trying to like get Roran they're also trying to get Aragon they're just like these closed evil creatures mm. they're ooh evil mm. they're evil uh, because we know nothing <laughs> about them remember that kids remember kids they do humans i will say Remember, they kids, whenever But remember there's... what humans have done so far. <laughs> <laughs> remember, kids, whenever there's a group you know nothing about, just... Genocide them. Just make Genocide sure... Genocide them without question. Just make sure to throw, like, 40 They're evil until them. they prove it to you, and then usually when they prove it to you, it's just that one anyway. <laughs> God! <laughs> This gets worse. 
<laughs> so here's the thing. Um, it's kind of funny that you said uh, genocide. Because oh, no. oh my god, can I just pause on that sentence where Morgan says, it's funny you say genocide. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm afraid to bring up stuff because of this now. Like, like any <laughs> fucked up joke that we can think of, it's like, well, actually, you, ten you mentioned burning all the orphans alive. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> in Okay, but okay, but in the last book, um, Aragon and Roran actually kill all the Razak. They actually do that. Um, they were like the last few remaining. And in the last book, you mean this book or book three? Sorry, book three, Bersinger. Okay. Sorry, I'll say book three from now on. Um, book three, and so yeah, so they kill. Um, they kill the last remaining of the Razak and. Of course, the religious people, they worship the Razak, and they're like, well, we're mad that you killed our, um, our, you know, kind of like our deities, essentially, so we're going to capture you, and we're also going to try and feed you to the Razak. But so, there aren't the any left. So, yeah, they're basically, you know, like, so... They're gonna dig up their corpses and stomp them. No, no, no. So, actually, in the book, they're being hatched again. So, basically, what's gonna happen is that they're... Specifically, I explain this. They have... They have Arya, and they have Aragon hanging from shackles. And they have this large egg... In the, like in the room with them, and what was going to happen was that the Razak was going to hatch from that egg, and then it was going to then just eat all those from two. one egg. No, just no, just one. I ble- I believe it was one Razak. I believe. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, so like, so yeah. But the thing that gets me is just like, how do I explain this? So Aragon kind of wakes up in this situation where he's like tied. And, okay, so, like, so, like, Arya's being, like, hey, you know, well, like, sorry. So, Aragon, he, he tries using magic. It doesn't work. He then tries, like, using his strength. Good, I hope that's sh- permanent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he tries using his strength to break the chains. It doesn't work. And here's the thing. So, he tries to do it so often and so hard that, like, okay, so, like, it shackles on his He gets his wrist, okay? and he can't continue. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, like, it's on his it's on his wrist. And what he does is that there's so much blood from him trying to do this. It goes down his arm, down his neck and shoulder. <laughs> I'm just like Wait, is he upside down? No, right? no, no. He's, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. He's hanging from his his wrists. There's just shackles. Oh, okay. So it goes down his arm, all that blood goes down his arm, down his, like, neck, and then down his shoulders. And I'm like, okay, dude, you gotta figure that out five seconds in. (laughs) One second in. I don't know why you did it first. And I'm just like, Aragon, you're so stupid. (laughs) What? Aragon, you're so stupid. You're so stupid. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, anyway. So, like... Oh my fucking god. Anyway, so the Razak are killed, Aragon and Arya are freed, it's a long story, but it's not really that interesting, they're freed, and this, um, and and they actually get into, uh, 
Drosleona. And they, uh, and they actually, like, they actually start this kind of battle within the city and, like, outside the city. Um, this is when Sephira comes in and, like, you know, uh, they attack a Thorn and Murtag. And essentially, uh, so yeah, then, like, the cathedral for the actual, like, priests for, like, that creepy religion, the cathedral's torn down. And all this stuff happens, but it's not really that interesting. Um, Thorn and Murtag, they kind of just get, like, beaten and they go away. And uh, the interesting thing in this is that because Elva wasn't there, um, one elf magician got killed. And here's... <laughs> so, like, at the end of the battle, you know, Aragorn goes back to Elva and is just like, Hey, uh, you, okay, uh, I actually... Hey, uh, child! What? I'm the hey child. <laughs> hey child. So this is what he actually says. Actually, so, hey infant, because she's technically still an infant. Mm. So here's the Not thing, even so past like, the toddler phase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here's what he says. He says you killed Worden. Worden was the elf. You killed him as surely as if you had stabbed him yourself. If you had come with us, you would have warned him about the trap. You could have warned all of us. I watched Gordon die, and I saw Arya tear half her hand off because of you, because of your anger, because of your stubbornness, because of like because of your pride. Hate me if you will, but don't you dare make anyone else suffer for it. Bitch, you cut twelve years off this man child's life. (laughs) So here's the thing. So Elva actually cries. She starts crying. Probably because he's a child. That might have something to do with it. Yeah. And then she actually says, I'm sorry. She actually apologized. Morgan, you promised me girl bossness. (laughs) I want to reach into the fucking. I want to refund. And strangle this little. I wanted a girl boss redemption. I want to reach into the Anthony hole and strangle the fuck out of this little twink who can't ride a horse without passing out a little prom preen bitch. <laughs> you guys need to explain. Yo, yeah, Henry, please explain why you're reaching into the Anthony hole. What the fuck that means? Oh, yeah, okay. In case so you forgot, also- this is not just a conversation between y'all three. Our two viewers might be very confused. <laughs> The thing is, I just told one of my co-workers about this podcast, and I'm like, I hope this doesn't get me fired. Anthony, why the fuck would you do that? We are the most, you picked us of the group, but we are the most unhinged. (laughs) Excuse you? Go ahead, Henry. uh, Now, let me explain the Anthony hole so this doesn't get, uh, so we don't get demonetized. We aren't monetized to begin with. (laughs) Shut up, Anthony. Are you guys getting paid? What? (laughs) (laughs) We all have a D&D. We're all in this D&D group, and Anthony has this habit of breaking third, like, character. Fourth wall, basically. Like, like, Giving his input as the character, even though his character's not in the scene. So we created this idea that Anthony's character has a portal into another, like, this dimension. And he pops out of the Anthony hole to give his <laughs> advice. So, like, when I'm reaching into the through the Anthony hole, it's not as dirty as it sounds. <laughs> it's actually worse than... It's, it's a lot more Doctor no. Strangey. Than- yeah, or Doctor Who, even. <laughs> 
instead of a Dr. Long John Strong. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, so then Aragon after that, you know, kind of like reprimanding this child for literally being a child. It's just like, wow, I feel so mature. Wow, and I'm just like lunatic behavior. <laughs> Absolute lunatic. Absolute lunatic. <laughs> Aragon is just it's so bad. But anyway. Um, so it's very strange. Well, like after like after this kind of battle's done, the the afternoon, like like that very night, um Murtag kind of just comes back. And then kidnap, uh, and then kidnaps, uh, kidnaps Nasueda. So there's the weird thing because it's such weird writing because they do this thing where it's like, okay, we're going to fight, and then I leave, and then I come back, <laughs> and then I leave again. So it's just like, then why didn't you just say, oh, Murtag, like while they were fighting, kidnapped Nasueda, and then left. It's, it's it's a very weird chapter, and I'm just like, okay, okay, Paulini, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just interesting. So here's why did he even need to kidnap her? That's what confuses me. Um, it'll I be mean, explained. It'll... it'll be explained later. <laughs> again, again with this, it happens. <laughs> and we don't know why until later. Maybe <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if we're not you. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's the reality she is this stuff should be very clear to us before it happens, <laughs> and it's not. Maybe it's because she's racist, and like even like like Murtag's like, you know what? I gotta get this racist bitch out <laughs> <laughs> one way or the other. Okay, so now that Nasuya is gone, um, Aragon is now the leader, and oh, the yikes. you know, yikes, okay, yikes. yeah. So <laughs> I want Ari. Where was that election? <laughs> How did that whole process happen? <laughs> so the okay, man so... who suggests everyone eat dirt is now the leader. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> We're gonna win the war. <laughs> Dirt for everyone to eat. Hey, hey, girl that I exiled your father and, like, sent him to the desert to fucking die, but, like, also tortured him because he can't die until he gets here. Um, uh, I'm in charge now. (laughs) So, it's funny because, like, people are actually, like, well, I mean, like, Aragon. So, they actually say, they're like, well, Nesueda always had the humans in mind. And they're just like, well, will you, Aragon? Because, because like, literally, so Who Aragon's is also a-, a human, but apparently not. So that's the thing. So Aragon He's a race is- traitor. He's a race traitor for the elves. Wait, so, so Aragon he basically with- pulled a Michael Jackson towards becoming an elf. Oh, so, so, yeah, so there's that. And then also, he's an honorary, um, honorary, uh, dwarf as well. So the dwarves like him, he, like, you know, he's, he, he looks extremely elvish. He likes can the I, elves. Can I just like, say this? Yeah. Can I just say, this is how you know this is written by a, a really inexperienced white guy. That you think you can be an honorary difference. Yeah, honorary race. race. <laughs> <laughs> like, all that, all the racial they issues, and we call it. Therefore, 
I can't right. be racist. I have a black friend. <laughs> essentially. Essentially. I'm just like, mm, going great. <laughs> Excellent. But, but yeah, so this Ex- is what Aragon says. He actually says, question my judgment if you must, but do not question my motives. And I would thank you to refrain from implying that I'm a traitor to my own kind. Okay. So when I read that, I was like, Aragon, that's a lie. And in my brain, I thought of this wonderful, <laughs> wonderful sea shanty that goes, that's a lie, that's a lie, that's a lie, 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 that's a lie, that's a lie, that's a lie. Because that is a freaking <laughs> I just love to like, the immediate defensiveness is when you know it's an issue. Like, <laughs> right? Here, you ask me that. <laughs> He would 100%, 100% raise every human village, including his own, to the ground on the back of Safira to get even the smallest bit, the smallest bit of, like, Arya, like, appreciation. Like, if she's, like, killed them all for me, he would do it in a heartbeat. 100%. (laughs) I can see it. Like, no questions asked. Like, his his, his cousin dead his his neighbor dead he will eat their entrails <laughs> not, for ki- not for kiss not for even like a passing glance for a slap to the face from Arya. he would do that in a heartbeat <laughs> honestly he's been clearly trying to escape the human racial box for quite some time right now <laughs> So he's so pulling a, a reverse Rachel Dozel, <laughs> 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 or I guess uh, I don't know if it would be reverse or just straightforward. I think it's actually straightforward. It would technically be straightforward because in previous <laughs> books he actually has said this. In previous books, Aragon has said, "You know, I feel other. I don't feel like a human. I don't feel oh my like, fucking god! I don't feel that like that was probably a better no. one to go with than Michael Jackson. I forgot about oh Rachel Dosal. <laughs> So so yeah, so like he actually said, it's like you know, I don't feel human, I don't feel elvish, I feel like an other, and like you know, and then like he says this, and he's like, oh, but you know, I'm gonna keep, you know, I'm gonna treat it to my own kind. It's just like you didn't say that, (laughs) Helene, you forgot what you wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so essentially. So essentially, um, like after after like Aragon's kind of this leader for now, they're just like, okay, but then what should we do? Um, you know, like we're running out of like, well, you know, like the Vardens running out of money, even though we're running like, out not- of pages, and the plot isn't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, say some more racist stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That'll take down Galvatorix. <laughs> you were after it's been like three bucks. Our <laughs> ultimate weapon, racism. <laughs> so, um, so basically, they're just like, okay, what do we do now? And this is the thing. So, Aragon, um, I'm going to actually just say um, this kind of thing that he remembers. So, remember uh, Angela. He, uh, she has a kind of companion named Solombum. He's a werecat. And in previous books, he said, like, okay, you know, when you need a weapon, 
you need to go to that tree. And this occurred in Basinger. He got the weapon from that tree. And then he also uh, said within that kind of like, within that kind of like, um, like, uh, sentence, he also says, okay, uh, when all seems lost and your power is insufficient, go to the rock of Cuthian and speak the name to open the vault of souls. And Aragon remembers and it's just like, hey, oh my god, Solombum said that. You know, I'm going to try and get Solombum and I'm going to ask him where the rock is, you know, like, how to open up this vault of souls, what's in the vault, does he even know what that means? And Solombum comes to him and it's just like, oh, I don't know. And here's the thing, so like, Aragon gets upset and he essentially like, threatens him? <laughs> Again. I don't know what is with Paulini and like threatening people this book, but everyone just keeps getting threatened. It's so bad. So here's the thing. So it actually says, like, uh, so yeah, so like, he actually says, like, leaning forward, uh, Aragon grabbed Solomon's large, he- uh, heavy paw. The werecat's uh, ear uh, flattened and oh he hissed and curled his paw. And curled his paw inward, digging into Aragon's flesh. Aragon smiled tightly and ignored the pain. No more riddles, Aragon said. I need the truth, Solomon. Where did you get this information and what did it mean? So here's the thing. Solomon truly doesn't know. He's not lying. <laughs> He's not lying. And <laughs> so he so just like abused a cat. Essentially, yeah, yeah, but like. So that. It's going. I, I just what? feel like I'm just thinking of like. Is Aragon a serial killer? <laughs> We're still questioning. Well, I just think he's a lunatic. I, mean, like, I think he's truly like I don't know what's going on. There actually have been theories that have stated like, oh, you know, Saphir's bloodlust is making him like a weirdo, which would be interesting, but that's not really confirmed. That's just also if it was established at all. Um. There are times where, like, Saphir is like, oh, no, no, I love killing. And then Aragon is also like, I don't know about killing. But then he also But then how does that explain the other characters that are not connected to dragons also loving killing? I don't know. I don't know. See, that's why I call bullshit, because Farmer (laughs) Dirtman just just murdered somebody. (laughs) And he doesn't have no dragon tails, like, scale. I will say, I will say they are related, so it might just be, like, Weird genes? <laughs> I don't know. But this is something that happened after his birth. Hey, I don't know. You Maybe can't, like, it's, like, it's not like all of a sudden my cousin developed cancer, now I'm suddenly at risk. Let's, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't just rewrite it like that. I don't know. Also, doesn't explain people like Nisueta. I don't, I don't who know. Are, like, a fucking psychopath. Who just, like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> maybe it's like the water maybe it's just lead poison <laughs> I don't know <laughs> wait like several decades ago like there was a huge earthquake that like really like shifted so many like um s- minerals and salts and like left like a uh, a radioactive salt bit called bin the bottom of the lake that everyone just uses <laughs> and they're like, oh, cool. The, the water we used to have that was blue and stuff turns pink every so often and, like, smells a bit weird, but, like, it's drinkable, bruh. No. Like, <laughs> as they say, as they say, it's like their third eye, just like. 
pops out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so Solomon Bum really doesn't know, and he actually says, like, hey, like, this was a thought that came upon our race as werecats. Like, all the werecats kind of know this. They're like, if they met a new writer that wasn't connected to Galbatorix, we should tell them what this, you know, like, what this was. And then, like, you know, and then Ergon's getting, like, all, like, huffy and being like, well, I gotta find the rock. I don't know where it is. And then Salenbum's just like, okay, well, I mean, then, like, he kind of gets this thought and says, okay, well, I gave you this history book. I helped, you know, gave this history book. You're gonna probably have to read the book. I think, I like, I think it's in the book. And then Aragon's like, but, but I'm gonna have to read. I don't want to read. Why can't you just tell me where it is <laughs> My in the dude, book? dude, last year you were an illiterate farmer. You should be happy to be able to fucking read, you dumb bitch. <laughs> so... So yeah, so like he's just like, dude, like I can't really like I'm I'm trying my best here. Read the book, and Aragorn's like, no, read the manga. (laughs) 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 You fucking weeb. (laughs) And then like, thank God. um, And then like, all of a sudden, Salomon gets another thought. He freezes, and this is what happens. He literally tells him the chapter. The page and the paragraph. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, fine. It's right here. Just fucking read it. (laughs) Yeah. So essentially it turns out that it's on this island. Um, I would love it if he still refused to read it. (laughs) (laughs) No, he he actually reads it and it's just like, it's funny because, but no, like he actually reads that section. It's just like, oh, okay. The Rock of Cuthian is actually... Um, it's on, it's on this island where the writers used to live. So, they travel to the island. It Wait, is all the a- writers? What? Like, writers? Like, oh, oh, dragon writers. Dragon writers. This is where they used to live before everything bad happened. <laughs> I thought so, you said, like, writer, like a, an author. Uh, oh, like- no, no, sorry. Oh, God, what was my mouth today? Did they, <laughs> hate, did, did they hate literary people so much they put them on an island and push them somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but, yeah, so essentially, um, so essentially they, uh-uh. So it's going to be Zephira and Gladier and the little Eldenari and Aragon. They head to this island. And, you know, they're kind of just like talking and la la la. And this is interesting because you can kind of, um, Paulini, after this book, made a sci-fi book. And oh, you can kind of tell that he was like, oh boy, I want to... I want to make sci-fi so bad. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> so, so what happens is that Lexifera basically is just going like, Hey, Gladier, can you tell us a story? Can you tell us how you and Aramis, your writer, were able to escape and flee back to the elf kingdom? And long story short, it, um, it's basically just so, so Gladier and uh, Aramis, their bond, um, they were bound by magic. They couldn't move. And then Aramis basically figured out a way to... This is going to sound very weird. So essentially, he he teleported both the dragon and himself just slightly to, like, the... um Just slightly, like, to the left. Like, a couple of inches. 
And what he did was, what's it called? He basically shipped a Theseus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he Lord. Like, he shipped a Theseus like their bodies. So, so like, he, <laughs> he, took, he took their bodies apart piece by piece and yes, reconstructed. And then reconstructed them with new stuff. And that's how so they were able So it's not them anymore. But it still is them. That's like, but it, it's a long story short. But that's what he did, and that was like, and that's how he was able to break the bonds. And it's really funny because like, Gladier tries talking about atoms, and it's just like this weird thing, and they're just like, "What? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. What are you talking about? Isn't Wait, that like a thing now? Isn't that like a thing with like the warp, like the warp stuff in Star Trek? Isn't that like supposed mm-hmm. to be how that works? Um, yeah, it's a long story, but that's kind of how Star Trek teleportation works. Um, it's like a weird thing, because technically they aren't really, they aren't really, um, being killed, they're just being trans- it's a long story. It's getting very, very- <laughs> Um, that's very technical. <laughs> but that's how some people think that's how that works, um, for Star Trek. But, like, if he brought them back, but with different things on them. Now that that's not them anymore. He- I know that's the weird thing about Ship of Thieves. It's the weird thing about self. I know. I know. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> he cloned them. Essentially, is what I'm getting. He cloned them. Yes, in some words, that would be it. Yeah, for some people, <laughs> they, it, it would be cloning. Lord. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so so yeah, and then there's just one point. Where Safira, um, you know, she's going through this very bad storm, and the storm is so bad that they actually get pushed all the way up to like very high in the sky, like, extremely high in like the uh, the sky. And Aragon is just um, they actually like kind of see the curve of the Earth, and they're just like, oh my god, the freaking Earth's round! Oh my god! <laughs> and- <laughs> wait, wait, they're just finding this out. So that's the they've th- had dragons this entire fucking time. I don't know. It's How is this even, common knowledge? Because even Gladier is just like, wait, what the Earth's round? Bitch, you so, fly. No. <laughs> they had to use magic in order. What um, happens when they of- see a ship in the ocean and it dips down below the waves? I don't. I guess know. they don't like exploring in whatever land this is. I don't know, Elena. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> um, I will say one thing. Medieval folk back in the day, like a common farm boy, they wouldn't, so like Aragon, a common farm boy, he wouldn't have known that the earth was round, but like higher up people, they would have known that the earth was round. Um, that's just, you know. And in a world of magic, be. by the way. Mm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but like also. Where you can curse the babies. Why? <laughs> you can curse babies. But somehow not know the Earth is round. You can, <laughs> and we just found out people can teleport <laughs> and not know the I, Earth is round. I will say that um, the actual like teleportation it did nearly kill Aramis. So <laughs> nearly <laughs> though is not yeah, the nearly. same as killing. <laughs> that's true. That's uh, true. So. Mm. Has no one ever like walked in a straight line? They're like, "Oh, look, I'm back where I started." <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, when it comes Not to one guy, where, when it comes to like where this is, 
Um, it is kind of just all, it's like a Pangea kind of thing. It's all just one. One big I don't know, continent. Like, yeah, like, it's one big continent. I don't know if there's other, like, places they say that, like. But that would other... make it worse. <laughs> because that would make it easier to find that out. I don't know. Morgan, I have a question. Yes. Um, but we can continue. Where's the fear been this whole time? Um, so they I'm trying to think. So when they were traveling to the island, Sephira was flying them. Sephira has also been in multiple battle oh, she was in the Drosleo in a battle. She kind of just stays near Aragon and says like little quips occasionally. <laughs> She kind of just, yeah, it's kind of what There's it is. a book about a dragon rider and the dragon's barely fucking in it. <laughs> I mean, like, she's there, she just, like, talks. And, like, like the occasion- person that plays triangle in the band. <laughs> yeah, 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 essentially. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Okay. So, they get to this kind of deserted island. And. So, essentially. The entire place is wrecked. There used to be buildings and such, and they're just, like, they are just completely ruined. And what Aragon sees is that there's this crater that's just kind of, like, in the center of, like, um, like, of the little city that's on this island. And it turns out, it's so, it's so, so basically it turns out that there was this elven rider that, uh, turned his flesh into energy and then just like explode, <laughs> exploded. I'm I'm so, sorry. Can we say that sentence again? He, he turned his flesh into energy. So it was during a not battle. Not his entire body. Not entire body. Just his skin. No, flesh. no, his entire like flesh and you know flesh and bone, like everything. His mm-hmm. matter, his mass. He turned it. Wasn't into it already energy. matter? Isn't matter already like a form of energy though? So let's explain this. So like it's basically let's explain this. It's a nuke. Does that make sense? Mm. <laughs> it became a nuke. Mm. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my fucking god. Did we he split his own atoms. <laughs> yes. Oh my lord. That, that's what happened. Um until something like yeah, so that's what happened, and they actually talk about, like, how, like, things are radioactive. Like, this entire place is just, like, apparently there was, like, a mushroom cloud. They kind of say, like, you know, the explosion was seen from far away. It was a very loud noise that could be heard from really far away. Um, and the entire place is radioactive. Um, you know, like, there's, like, weird large snails in, like, these this weird, man like, really worms. read about Chernobyl and is like, I want that. <laughs> yeah, God. I think so. But yeah, so God. like they have to like use these spells to like you know get rid of radiation and like you know not be poisoned. Did they say why this man decided to atomic bomb himself? Was it an accident well, or was it on purpose? It was on purpose. It was during a battle <laughs> between the uh, the good writers and uh, Gavatorix's writers. So, like, and he thought the best option was to make this place unlivable for yeah. everybody? Because <laughs> uh, that's uh, definitely helping everyone. It, it gets... Uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll explain <laughs> that later. <laughs> oh, God. There's rationality behind this? Mm-hmm. D- define I have a, I have a, I have a feeling it's a very loose definition. 
Oh god. Um, oh god. Anyway, so they find the rock. They find the rock of Kothian. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> they find they find the rock of Kothian and essentially I'm gonna look at my notes right here. And so essentially they're just like, okay, how do we open this? They said to say your name. And, you know, we're saying our regular names and nothing's coming about it. So they basically realize and they're like, okay, they, um, they actually mean our true name. And, um, so like, it's so annoying because like, Aragon's like, okay, now I gotta find my true name, but nobody can help me because I want to do it by myself. So <laughs> I forgot about the true like, name stuff. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> So yeah, so like there's this um so like there's this entire chapter where it's like raining and he's desperately trying to figure out his true name. He's just like, "Oh, I got to think about myself. I got to, you know, think and feel how deeply and look within myself." And then like the rain stops and then the sun's rising and then he goes, "Ah, yes, my true name. I figured it out." It's Larry. Uh -huh. It's a slur. <laughs> it's an Turns out it was Aragon slur. the whole time. <laughs> no, it's like a letter. It's like it's whatever um I don't know. It's it's his name is I don't even want to explain that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, so, like, he figures out his true name, and then he speaks his true name to the Rock of Kothian, and it opens. And, like, here's the thing. Um, some things don't need to be explained, and if they do, they need to be, ex like, you can just tell Paulini had no idea what he was doing, and I'm going, <laughs> so. What? They, um, Paulini doesn't know what he's doing? <laughs> Since when? So. Okay. So I feel like that's is. how Morgan starts every one of these podcast episodes. Oh, it's kind of <laughs> like, what? You can tell he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Let me explain. <laughs> and every time, like, you're right. <laughs> okay. So within this kind of like it's literally like a bunker, they go deep into the earth, and uh, and it turns out that there's like a bunch of Eldenari, and there's also dragon eggs here as well, and the Eldenari actually start talking to them, and it basically turns out that these Eldenari have been pulling the strings all along. So here it is, the so Illuminati, <laughs> essentially. So here's this. <laughs> so remember that elven rider that turned himself into a nuke? Mm-hmm. So they so okay, so that rider, his um he like his dragon actually died, and then the elf didn't want to live anymore, so then they just gave him this task. <laughs> and then Wait. after that after that So he just walked into the battlefield, like he took he walked. And then it's like, okay, I see all my friends and other, other like, allies and people that are fighting, fighting there. I'm gonna, like, nuke. Mm -hmm. Peace out, y'all. Yep. Boom. And, yeah, so that happened. And then 
because of that elf, um, Galbatorix wasn't to stay here, you know, he couldn't really reside in this area. So it's like, okay, that's great. So the Eldenari can just, like, in the eggs, can just sit in an area and just wait. Um, so yeah, Brom was part of their plan. They helped get Sephira's egg. Um, remember that thing where, like, the werecats, you know, um, were told, oh, you know, like, tell them about this tree and tell them about the Rock of Cuthian. That was them. They actually got the egg to Aragon. That was also them. Oh. Um, um, wait, wait, wait. It was because of them yeah. that we have this murder hobo? Yes. Burn the, burn the cave. The fact that the fact that there was, oh, we were pulling the strings all along. It's like, no. And they choose this chuckle fuck no, to articulate I, I, this language? I don't believe you. You are lying because this not only doesn't seem like something where someone was pulling the spray the strings, this literally feels like somebody had a dartboard and randomly just threw darts at different explanations for random situations to happen. There was no greater thought-out plan. See, I think that's what Paolini was doing, and then he's like, oh god, the fourth book is here, this is the last book. So then he's trying to make it seem as if it was, it was actually, but, like, there was a point to it. But, like, but like so, Didn't we- I'm confused, because we literally saw how Saphira's egg got to the woods, didn't we? Like, the elf was running away from the bad guys, and yeah, then, so the like, elf was last running minute- away from- Send it away. To the, like, we saw what happened. That wasn't an accident. That was, like, intentional. Also, how'd they know he was going to go in the place? woods that day? So, right? here's the thing. So, okay. So, the Eldenari, like, they actually messed with that transportation spell and put it near what? Aragon. <laughs> I swear to God. That's what they say. They say they messed with the actual transportation spell. Wait, and so they were while the- they're in egg. The, the While they're in the Elden, yeah, yeah. So long story they're short, they're able to affect the world. Then why are they mad about it? I don't wait. Like, what do you mean? Like, didn't like the the dead dragon, the one that's an orb now. Yes. Like he was upset because now he can't interact with the world anymore. He's stuck well, as an orb, wasn't he? Yes. Um. Then why but, are they mad? Because they can still do shit. Well, no, no, no. They aren't mad. They're just trying to make sure that Galbatorix you know, doesn't really succeed. They want him to go away. No, no, I mean, why is, like, Brightener, like, the the dragon that's in the why is he mad about being an orc now? Well, he's not mad. He was just depressed that his writer died. Oh, okay, okay, I misunderstood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but now, like, I mean, it's weird, because it's just like, oh yeah, and then he got all better. of this makes no fucking sense, because, like, <laughs> they're doing it because they don't want the king to succeed, shouldn't they have done something a little bit sooner? So, yeah, so they Like, been, maybe, they, like, when he was a baby, just kind of push that crib over, you know, <laughs> like... Problem solved. It's all could have been prevented. <laughs> well, or like, it could, I don't know, like, just choose a better person to start off with. This so, one's kind of questionable. I hate this world. I hate this world <laughs> so much. It's so bad. I can't fucking stand it. I really hope everyone loses. I, and this I is want... like what I would... I think I said this maybe in the first or second podcast where it's like normally if you have something with chosen one, right? <laughs> They're chosen for a reason. 
Like, mm-hmm. they're maybe somehow related, or they just really want to fix the world. Like, they have some personal investment in it. Uh, and it just feels like they're like, we chose you. Why? 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 Is how it was. Why? <laughs> just because. <laughs> no, because, look, I turn to I think, liked your hat. <laughs> I'm trying to think back to the actual chapter, and I don't believe, like, they, they just say, like, oh, yeah, you were a good fit. No, he wasn't. And not, <laughs> not even close. He not, the, the, and the other thing too, they're like, we orchestrated the whole thing, but nothing has happened. <laughs> so they've been terrible pilots. Because <laughs> they're like, we've been pulling the strings of the puppet show where nothing happens. <laughs> oh yes. Because before yes. this, it's almost, and I could even see if, if like, like, let's say you like these books and you like Aragon. One of the reasons you like Aragon is almost a Spider-Man-like thing, right? Where, like, you get, uh, by happenstance, you have these powers. But you can, you, you know, it's like an everyday person becomes a superhero, mm-hmm. right? And not then- because they're rich, not because of the connections, just because of circumstances. And let's say that's what you like about Aragon. And now you get to this book, and they're like, just kidding, we picked you from the beginning. Well, not only that... Not, <laughs> what you were saying with nepotism, Henry. Not, not, not only that, but like, with Spider-Man, he's an everyday person, but he's... he's likable, because like, at first he's like, oh, whatever, I have these powers, I'll use them to my... Oh yeah, head. there's a lot more to Spider-Man. Like, it's like, then he feels a sense of guilt and responsibility, and he feels like he has to do something, like he actually is, like, a good person. Yeah, he was an everyday guy that suddenly got all these responsibilities. Yeah. And you're watching this basically average dude try to figure it out. <laughs> and again, that's what people find appealing. And let's say it's what you liked about Aragon. And they're like, just kidding. <laughs> but there was no chance involved. Aragon was not a good person once he got these powers. He didn't he didn't do the right things at all. He didn't have any responsibility. He was pretty He was also pretty cool with murder. Yeah. He loves murder. I it's it's so, I don't like they kind of they toned it down a little bit, um, in like in this fourth book. But, like, in the third, it's, like, that third and second, I was like, oh my god, he's a freaking absolute crazy person. Like, there's that one time where he's like, let's do a coup. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. What the fuck? And so, well, really has to be like, dude, we can't do a coup, you freaking crazy person. What are you doing? (laughs) It's so bad. Just lord. I... It's a lot. Like, it imagine, is. like, imagine in Star Wars if you don't find out why Luke is involved at all until the very last movie. <laughs> like, halfway through the last movie. You're like, oh yeah, you're related to Darth Vader, by the way. <laughs> BT dubs. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. This is just probably torture for you guys. It, Let's it's just funny. get I'm it like over pretty, with. We're like, <laughs> we're like halfway through the book, right? I'm getting very close to the end now. Okay. I feel, we were getting so close to the end, and I still have no idea how we're 
point it finishes or like how that would even look like. Yeah, okay. I just want yeah. to say that right now. No, I feel like, the same way. Yeah. <laughs> all the problems in this society, which by the way, we really weren't given much of a view of besides a few personal shit. Like, okay, we have a tyrannical ruler. Who really isn't up. that tyrannical? It's kind of yeah. <laughs> it seems like the that's it, what I'm saying. Like, yes, that's what I've been all saying. Powerful, yes, but like he seems to mind his fucking business, and he doesn't burn down towns to like the chosen ones for. And then like, yeah, if I was a leader of any society, good or bad, and I there was a prophecy or like a uh, a major power upheaval by someone getting a power like a the. A nuke. Essentially a nuke in this universe. I would probably want to get rid of that person too. <laughs> like, Yeah, and I have no idea how we're going to get from point A to point B. Right? Because right no, now we're standing no... <laughs> talking to a bunch of people saying we orchestrated it. Yet Galvatorix, we haven't even made it to his lair. Talked to him, him at yet? all. We haven't seen him like, at all. Met him? We're not even we haven't even started on the journey to get to him. What has he even done in response to us other than sending those cloaked guys once? Like Oh no, you know, he's gonna oh, he's fuck, done a couple a... of things, but still it's like Has he? I mean, well like wasn't there like a big bad guy they fought at the end of the first book or something? Yeah, his name was Durza. Yeah, but like that was Durza. I don't know. He's, it's like it's like co- political corruption is a thing. It's like he's the most absent mm. villain that I've ever seen. <laughs> like he's he's like so, a villain who's never there, who hasn't done anything. We've never seen him. I'm not, <laughs> not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. When we finished the first book, when we start the second episode, we call the second episode on the second book, I thought Galbatrox was dead. I thought Durza was Galbatrox. <laughs> so, I was like, so who's the next big bad? Then we're still talking about Galbatrox. I'm like, actually, the funny thing is we didn't talk about Galbatrox for a long while. So I thought he was dead for quite some time. Yeah, we didn't talk about him for a long while because he doesn't do anything. <laughs> so I, I've been writing out they, this entire thing. If this section, if this section ends with them saying there was no Galvatorix, we made him up. I would believe it. <laughs> Me too. Like the, if no, the, the puppet string was a friend we made along all. Along the way, they're guys. like, "There's no Galvatorix. It's me." <laughs> no, I'm Galvatorix. No, I'm Galvatorix. Like, have you guys seen Iron Man three? Yes. You know the fake. Yes. Like, what was that guy called? I forget the actor they hired. I forget to look like oh, the terrorist, I, I, and then it turns the out, yeah, and then it turns out it was the other guy the whole time. I feel like if that happened, it would be the most logical thing that could come out of this situation. <laughs> yeah, that guy yeah. comes back, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, he is. I, I forgot about mm-hmm. that. Can't wait for that. Oh no, he already okay. came back so- and. Did you see Shang-Chi? Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, um, the actor. The the actor in Iron Man 3. Yeah, no, like, he's also coming back from Wonder Man. Oh, okay. I didn't know that part. I know he's in (laughs) (laughs) Shang-Chi. Funnily enough, he was casted before, like, Wonder Man. I don't even know if they casted a Wonder Man yet, but, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) 
So yeah, so yeah, so the Illuminari, they tell them that. And essentially what they were going to do was that they're just like, okay, we're um we're going to keep the eggs here, we're gonna leave five Eldenari, but we're going to kind of come with you. And it's just like, wait, like you know, Aragon's confused, and it's just like, wait, how does that work? And it's gonna get really weird. They essentially like make a pocket dimension out of um like out of like an Anthony magic, hole, if you like, will. What? An Anthony hole, if you will. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Like, yeah, and they're just like, okay, we're, we're, we're just nice, gonna go into guys, that. Guys, they set the title in the show! <laughs> they set the title in the show! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, and then essentially what happens is that they're just like, okay, you know, um, when, when we leave, we're going to forget about these eggs. You know, all of us, like, when we leave, when we go through that front door, we're going to forget about these eggs. And they're gonna just keep incubating, and you know, um, to fight El- like Eldenari. If something bad happens, uh, they'll take care of these eggs. And the other thing is that they also, um, they also gonna have like a little, a little like what's it called? Looking for a so it's a plan A and plan B. So it's like plan A. If Galbatorix um is killed, then we'll remember about the eggs. Plan B, if he isn't killed, then the five Eldenari are going to just take care of these eggs. And we'll, like, you know, they'll just continue on with what they were doing. Oh, yay, the Eldenari. <laughs> the, the, the world's best, like, caretakers. <laughs> with the best track record. And, like, totally art war criminals who created the fucking Hiroshima bomb. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they, they, these are going to take care of our kids. That's a great idea. Okay, so, and then, like, so, they leave, they forget about the eggs, and then they start uh, traveling uh, back to um, where the Vargin is, the the rebel forces, and, well, yes, like, and while that's happening, um, the Eldenari are just feeding Aragon, like, all of this knowledge and intelligence just straight into his brain. And yeah, so just flying back, he's essentially getting cliff notes. I've, I've been wondering what cliff notes straight to the brain has meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's occurring. So here's the thing. It's funny. So I, I accidentally didn't um, write in this little uh, in this little slide, but I was going to talk about it right after this point. Um, so remember when I say that in uh, so, Remember what I said that Nasueda has been kidnapped by Murtag? Okay. So, that occurred. And what essentially happened was that she was taken to this kind of, um, it's kind of like little, like, little, uh, like, this room, essentially. And she actually meets Galvatorix. You know, she's chained down to, uh, to a bed, and she's just talking with him, and he basically says, like, yeah, you know, so, um, so yeah, so, like, I want you to, uh, I want you to be part of my team, you're a good leader, you know, like, eventually, you're going to become, like, one of my people, if that makes any sense. And, you know, Murtag is there, I don't know, okay, this is kind of weird, so Murtag is there, but he's, like, <laughs> wearing this, like, okay, does anyone remember, like, the Incredibles where they have that kind of, like, half-mask thing on the uh-huh. eyes. Yeah. For some weird reason, like, Murtag is wearing, like, a silver one. And I'm just like, why? Anyway! 
Anyway, I just, it's so weird. I'm like, he's feeling true? sassy today. But it's just weird because it happens like multiple times. <laughs> anyway, so like, yeah, so then like, so like, yeah, so something what happens is that like Galvatorix um, begins to like torture Nesueta. And I think this is the point. So I think Paolini realized that Galvatorix seemed like a pretty good guy. <laughs> Literally what we were saying, that until this point he had not been established as evil. Mm-hmm. So However, I I know, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but we just no, no, saw Aragon also torture people, and literally everyone else also torture people, so now he's just like a normal dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so for for multiple uh, multiple chapters, it's just like weird torture stuff, and I'm just like, okay, Paolini being weird. <laughs> um... But the thing that's actually very interesting is that Galbatorix, he actually says, um, which is something that you guys talk about a lot. He actually wants to um, control the use of magic within this world, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, no, they're cursing babies. (laughs) (laughs) This shit needs to end. And again, we just now found out, too, that one guy could just be like, I'm just going to be an atomic bomb. (laughs) Yes! <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Bruh. This entire world needs to be a whole new leg now. Every every new second, Galbatox gets more and more fucking reasonable. It's not even like, oh, the bad guy has a point. It's like, I'm not even sure if you're the bad guy. Mm-hmm. It's like... <laughs> but, like, it's just... Mm. I, like, it's just crazy. Um, so yeah, so like he's doing that, and how like, so I'm just going to kind of, kind of like, be here uh, for a little bit. Um, so, so Gavatorix isn't the one that's torturing Nesueta, it's actually Murtag. So he's basically, so Murtag is kind of like under this spell um, with Gavatorix where he just has to obey what anything he says. So he's essentially getting forced to, like, torture Nesueta. And it's, like, very weird because, like, Murtag will still come around, like, after the torture and be like, oh, you know, I'm sorry for this. I'm going to try and heal you. Um, you know, and then he even says that this was so, uh, Gavatorix was actually going to kill Nesueta. And Murtag, this was the only way that Murtag was able to not have her be killed. Was to be like, oh, you know, you can actually get her to join your side. But unfortunately, that meant that she had to be, like, tortured. So that line reads, like, I want you to join me, you're cool, was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, really, he just wanted her to die. And was persuaded. <laughs> he was persuaded, yes, yes. Lord. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so it's just getting worse. multiple pages of, multiple chapters of that, <laughs> and it's really weird. Um... So, yeah, so, I'm just going to go through my notes. Okay, so essentially what happens is that, so Aragon gets back to the Varden, and it's very weird because, again, I don't, like, I think Polini forgot what he wrote, or we just retconned it. So they say, oh, yeah, you know, the Varden's finances are bad, but in, like, I think it was the second book, um, they figured out to make lace with magic. 
And that actually gave him a lot of money. And then all of a sudden, they're like, no, no, actually, we're broke now. It's like, <laughs> so it's just like it was it was a one day of, they woke up and realized, wait, lace is pointless and no one bought it anymore. It was an investment <laughs> bubble. The stonks went down. It's it really <laughs> just seemed like it. it seemed like they just Walmarted their way. And then, like, everyone had lace. And then they're like, and then, of course, you know, the uh the interest or desire for lace went down, but of course they don't talk about that. That would be interesting, <laughs> oh <my laughs> but they don't talk about that. So it yeah, would also so been interesting got- if them being broke had anything to do with the plot, but we would need a plot first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, you know what happened? So yeah. They well, nuked these towns, not realizing that they were the main buyers of lace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that that's the servant person whatever his mm-hmm. name was he's he bought thousands of pounds of lace every month yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god if old that would be kind of funny <laughs> it would but that would require actions having meaningful consequences and mm-hmm. that that's too hard okay so uh, so yeah, so Aragon, he goes to the actual, like, the leaders of the Varden, and he shows off the Eldranari, and he's just like, okay, you know, the Eldranari, um, have given me all this knowledge, and I have figured out how we're going to beat Gabatorix and win. So literally, it wasn't his skill, <laughs> it wasn't his, like, ideas, he was just given this kind of, like, oh, okay, now I know what to do from the Eldranari. Because Paulini couldn't think of <laughs> of anything. <laughs> so, literally, and it's... literally, like, too, about these epic adventure books, right? Is that mm. the adventure prepares you for mm-hmm. the final battle, right? Like, what you learn along the way and all that mm-hmm. shit. And, like, you get mm-hmm. tested. His whole, this whole, the whole thing, pointless. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just talk <laughs> to him immediately? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Why maybe, didn't they just either, hand him the egg, just, give him the knowledge, say, we need you to do this, and have him go do it? Maybe they're, like, shy. Maybe they're just shy. <laughs> <laughs> the shy Illuminati. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're just shy. They're just like, <laughs> they control the world, but, you know, it's really hard to talk to put yourself out there, you know? <laughs> Yeah, like and like you gotta recharge the battery afterwards. Like, God. <laughs> and that's awkward when people like in your get now. Oh, <laughs> literally, what was the point of this whole adventure? I and that's the thing because like it really is kind of pointless when you think about it. <laughs> like, I want this stuff. I want that to be like the main tagline of the Disney Plus series. <laughs> it's kind of pointless when you think about it. I really hope. I can't wait to see what they do with this. I don't want it to exist. Yeah, I, I they, like, prefer. If we guy. could it's get just like a terrible if thing. If we could get, I don't know. Let's let's say five hundred subs in a year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch it. Oh God, I will never. Well, relax. We have like maybe 
maybe two. two. Like, so, like, <laughs> probably five. <laughs> Anthony, I really doubt, I feel like you doubt how much the universe goes out of its way to say fuck <laughs> So, like, congrats, you cursed us. <laughs> I hope it was worth it. All the amount, two of the amount of people that will spite so. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know any of these guys, but I want them to suffer. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so, he basically, he tells them, like, the plan, and then Arya goes, like, oh, you know, I wanna, um, I wanna join your plan, like, I wanna, like, I wanna help you, Aragon. Um, Arya does. And, uh, so, I'll explain this. This, this is kind of, like, a little side joke bit, um, Arya is actually a princess, and she is the daughter of the Elf Queen. The Elf Queen is one of the leaders that was talking there. And, you know, when Arya says, hey, you know, I want to join this battle, the Queen's like, no, no, you suck. You suck. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> You're bad at this. You know, um, our, like, Aragon will have these magicians that are better than you. You just stay here. Okay, just stay here, sweetie. And... <laughs> <laughs> and not do anything. You know, just just be on the sidelines because I want you to not die. And then Arya's like, chill, I promise I won't die. And she says that in the ancient language. So it's kind of like an- Oh earth. boy, I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just explodes and turns into a- <laughs> And here's the thing. So, um, so Aragorn actually still needs Elva's help. And Aragorn actually goes to Elva. And I'm like, yes, girl boss Elva, I love you. This is what Elva says. I'll help. She stamped her foot and glared at him. You don't have to bribe me. I was going to help anyway. I'm not going to let Galvatorix destroy the Barden just because I don't like you. You're not that important, Aragorn. <laughs> Girl boss, I love you. I love oh you. Oh my god. Why didn't Elva. they pick it's Elva? <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean... Like, honestly. It turns out they picked Aragon because they knew he'd be stupid enough to curse Elva. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> to make Wait, so the only likable character. <laughs> there's an accomplice to this crime, is what I'm hearing. Of, like, I, I don't even know how you describe what has happened to Elva, except uh, it's a crime, yes, but of what, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, after, you know, after, like, so basically, like, they're getting ready and such, and so I feel bad for not knowing how to so, to say his name. But it is Galpatorix's dragon. His um, so his name is Shrikan, I believe. Shrikan, Shrikan, um, I don't know. Yeah, Shrikan, <laughs> and he's this massive mm. black dragon with blue eyes, and he's like humongous. And what actually happens is that he kind of like sets fire the part of the camp just to like scare them off and everything. And it's just like, I know, just like, yeah, you're so cool, boy, big boy, chunky boy, blowing up, I love you. <laughs> Even though he's evil, I'm just like, look at the big, the big dragon boy. Again, like, is he, he though? Is he evil? <laughs> is he? <laughs> I don't even know, honestly. He, he's Aim yet for Aragon next time. <laughs> he's just, Galvatron is like, he's just sitting on his throne. Can I just say, <laughs> he burns part of a camp to prove a point, but when our main characters prove a point, they kill daughters and take eyesight. So... And, like, and also, like, you know, 
cursed small children. That was not to prove a point. That was pure incompetence. <laughs> that, good point. But the thing about that is that he still, like, he, um, Aragon still continues to bless people even after that mistake. He blessed, like, three people after that. Did- it's oh my just, fucking god. It was like that baby. I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, babies don't. I've never seen like a baby, like, smile, like a newborn smile. They're mostly just kind of being like, what is this place? <laughs> you know? Like in that weird, like, half drunk and like, kind of face, like, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of just there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really like, they start smiling, you know, a few months later. Then, like, they'll actually start laughing, but it's mostly like until later. Yeah, just... but, like, so, okay, so, like, so you're just, like, this one thing that was just very weird, and I'm like, does Paulini do this? Why is he doing this? Um, just this little side bit. I called him, like, I think Aragon's kind of weird, but essentially what happens is that Aragon's, like, chewing the inside of his mouth. What? And What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, like, and he's like, yeah, like, and they say, like, he was doing it until it was covered with several bloody sores. And I'm just like, no normal person does that. Why is he doing this? Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, that's because I'm just like, does Paulini do that? Who is doing I'm just like, does does he do that? It was very strange. I'm just like, that's Uh... not normal. I don't, maybe Polly, I've never heard of anyone doing that. Like, you know, like, like maybe by accident when, like, you're eating something, you accidentally bite the side of, like, your cheek and you go, ah! <laughs> but I've just never heard of anyone doing that kind of, like, as a little, like, it's very strange. Um, but anyway, here's the plan. So, what they do is that they have um, they have the elf magicians make an illusion of Saphira and Aragon, and then they turn the real Saphira invisible. And then what they do? <laughs> this sounds insane. So the illusion Saphira, that fake Saphira, it's like flying around and everything. And then uh, Thorn and Murtag they go after that illusion. So they're just over there, you know, trying to chase after an illusion. And then what they do is that, so, this is going to be very weird. So, they have Sephira take this large log, and on this log, uh, on this large log, there are a bunch of elves tied to the log. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and then I... When you need a Trojan horse, but you don't have the budget for it. <laughs> no, but like, it's... It's so strange because, like, my... Yeah, but that's what they... In order to carry multiple people, they do this. And this is so sad because my brain is one of those things that I will just... It'll occasionally happen when um, when I see something that doesn't really make sense in Paolini's work. And then I'll think of something that did it very well. Um, So there actually is one series called Her Majesty's Dragon. Um, And it's very cool because they... It's basically war dragons. And those dragons actually have harnesses where multiple people can clip on. And that's how they kind of like are able to stay on this dragon while also holding multiple people. And my brain was just like, oh, if only they had those harnesses. Mm. <laughs> I was so happy thinking about it. And then I remembered that I was reading this book and then I got sad. <laughs> but yeah, so they get into the... um 
they get into the city, then there's like a little bit of like dungeon crawling, there's traps and everything, and I truly do think that Paulini forgot how Elva's curse works. And also how But Elva's she's not curse cursed works. anymore, right? That's the thing. So it was fixed. <laughs> and I I think he forgot either how it was fixed or even that it was fixed. I don't know what's happening. So in the third book, it was fixed to the point where she couldn't feel the pain of all- so I'll explain this. She she could she could sense the pain, like she could actually be like, oh you know, there's pain, but I won't actually feel pain for not trying to help them. Um, but for some reason, in the fourth book, she's back to having like being miserable again. So it's just like, yeah, and then, um, so like, while they're doing this dungeon crawling, people are getting hurt, like, the bad guys are getting hurt, and, you know, she's fainting, and, you know, there's bad stuff happening to her, and I'm just like, oh, he forgot (laughs) how it worked! (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, okay, he's just dumb, okay. Anyway. (laughs) Literally forgot. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, okay. It's weird, because I'm just like, did you write this? Did no one actually... It's just weird. So, so here's the thing. So they get to Galbatorix, and Galbatorix um, uses, uh, like, actually uses hostages, and it's just like, yeah, um, like, yeah, so like, okay, you say you're good and all, but here is this little girl and boy, and if you leave me alone... I'm not going to kill them. If you try to attack me, I'm going to kill them. And, like, you know, like, he starts talking about, oh, you know, still casters need to be governed. And, you know, he, um, he, like, he, like, um, you know, like, he, they need to be governed and everything. And they actually, um, you know, Arya and uh, Aragon and, like, other elves, they try to use spells. And it turns out that Gavatorix through his research, because he was trying to figure out how spellcasters um, could be governed, he actually figured out the name of the ancient language. And so now, like, he can basically just choose, like, you know, he can actually be like, oh, you know, this magic won't work anymore. This magic does this now. You're like, these are all under laws, which, in my opinion, kind of makes sense. <laughs> so, someone can just nuke somebody. <laughs> Yep. And, you know, uh, you know, and it's funny because, it's funny because, uh, because Aragon's like, oh, you're hiding behind these children like a frightened old woman. And, you know, and Gabatorix actually says, I'm not the only one who brought a child here today. And then Good Aragon, point! And he has a point! <laughs> but here's the thing, so, like, and then, uh, and then Aragon actually says, but no, 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 Elva agreed to come. Okay, here it is. So here's the thing. Elva has been guilt-tripped <laughs> by She Aragon. has been mind-controlled by fucking, like, metaphysical concepts that you forced upon her. And she was also guilt-tripped by Aragon. Remember when she, you know, when, like, she doesn't do something and then Aragon's like, it's all your fault, it's all your fault? Again, so- but even, even without that, right, which is a very important point, but even without that, this is a child. Mm-hmm. You can't say they agreed to it. They can't fully <laughs> agree to anything. Mm-hmm. Even if she's like, I want to help save the world. You're a child. Mm-hmm. 
You mm -hmm. don't fully understand actions, consequences, future risks. Mm -hmm. So no, even if without the guilt tripping, which is bad enough, she could not consent fully to this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just... And also, like, let's talk about the trauma that she's probably gone through in the, like, A, three minutes of, like, existence mm. she's had, enforced intelligence, everything. Like, she has gone through several, like, developmental stages within seconds. Mm. And all of them have been agony. Mm. Like, her mental processes are, like, probably, like, 90% trauma response. It's very wackety schmackety. <laughs> yeah, b basically. <laughs> like, no, Morgan, how long have you had that? How long have you had that in your arsenal? <laughs> what, wackety schmackety? Yeah. <laughs> I've said wackety schmackety before. <laughs> Does anyone else remember Morgan saying wackety schmackety? No. I said Absol it in a group chat. <laughs> I ab absolutely fucking I don't not. She's lying. <laughs> Send the witch to the bonfire. <laughs> this is new, Morgan. Yeah. Oh my god. I really should just like reply to the wacky <laughs> Can that be the new name of this this chat? Wacky smackity. <laughs> I was saying it right. I can't. I can't reach her level. <laughs> Wacky schmacky. <laughs> but if you find it, let me know. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. So so yeah, and then Okay. So essentially, um, you know, uh this is kind of what happens. So Gabatorx essentially like he makes Murtag um fight Aragon and you know they're fighting, it's like half brother against half brother. And it goes on for, like, a really long time, and I kind of just, like, flipped through. I was like, you know what? I <laughs> don't need it. So his, fight, his, his fights are so boring. It's so boring. It, ugh. It's annoying. Um, But, yeah, but essentially, you know, like, I think Aragon wins, and they're just like, uh, you know, Gavatorx is like, ooh, congratulations. <laughs> now you're going to, like, swear your oath to me and be my people. And it's actually really crazy, because at that moment... Murtag essentially breaks free of um of the spell that Gapatorix has him under, and he actually tries to attack um tries to attack Gapatorix. And essentially what happens is that like, you know, they try to attack him and then it fails, and then Gapatorix gets like really super, super, super mad, and he actually tries to attack like Aragon, like physically, with his um and also with his mind. And here's the thing. So, you know, Aragon's like, oh my god, I'm going to lose. We tried doing all these things. It didn't, you know, it failed. I had all this knowledge and I still failed. How am I going to get him to die? And so here's the thing. So he basically says, oh, I have an idea. Let me show how much pain this king has caused. And here's the thing. So I will actually say what's crazy. So... He basically tries to make the king understand the pain, but it's basically since he was born. So the Eldenari, they show him 
all the misery and all the pain that this king has kind of given to people since he was born. And the king gets so overwhelmed and he like tries to attack Aragon, but like it's just it's just so overwhelming that he literally just kills himself. He turns himself into a nuke and then he dies. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, and like, it's just funny because like, I keep bringing up bullying works, and it's just like, no, like, literally, it's basically saying you're miserably, like, just telling someone, ever since you've been born, you've just been, like, a burden, <laughs> and then showing everything. I'm just like, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. Again, they say this, right? They're telling us mm-hmm. that he caused so much misery, he killed himself. Can I have an example? Because I haven't seen a lot of it. Like, <laughs> all I've seen is that they're mad that he made laws about shit. Mm. Uh, it's just, I'm trying to but think. they made laws about <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't Aragon making the laws. <laughs> Throw them into the fire. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's kind of like the end, if that makes any sense. Um, so, this is a thing that I think he took from um, Lord of the Rings. No, here's the thing. So, Lord of the Rings, after Sauron is killed, you know, they kind of, like, do a little bit more, but the thing is that um, Tolkien is a good writer, and we actually like the characters, and it's interesting to learn what else they did, you know, after Sauron died. Um, but with this, it's just terrible, and I wanted it to <laughs> So It's I'm literally like to- you said, Morgan, like, not to, I'm sure we'll talk more about this after, but, like, where is the proofreading? Because normally, mm-hmm. when authors write something, right, and then they mm-hmm. have it checked, and this is the kind of shit they look for, of, like, wait, who's this character? Wait, this doesn't mm-hmm. go anywhere. Hold on, this doesn't make sense. Hold on, this is not how of this curse works. Like... I don't know. I don't know. This is very strange. I don't get it. Okay. So. So Aragon remembers the name of the ancient language. So essentially that means that he is the, um, he is, like, he can control how magic works. And he's just like, oh, wow, that's a really big, important thing that, I, you know, that I'm doing. Uh, let's see, I'm just going to go through. Nasueda is the queen. Um, so the issue, here's the issue. I don't think they really talk about it, but like, she was tortured pretty bad. And, uh, I don't think that's a good idea. In fact, it's, it's funny because, um, actually, so it's funny because like, Nasueda actually kind of has this kind of like Gabatorix, um, mind. And it's just like, hey, you know, I think Gavatorix was right. You know, magicians, you know, they should be held accountable. And it's just like, you know, like, and like, she keeps talking. It's just like, you know, like, maybe we should, like, spy on them and, you know, like, uh, you know, spy on magicians or something. I don't, it's just, it's like, it's very serious how they can just do whatever they want and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. it gets even kind of weirder because, I'll explain this. So Gavatorix, he made folks swear an oath in the ancient language, you know, like, an oath to to him, to the king. And then Nasueda, like, 
afterwards is just like, okay, so what I want you to do... <laughs> I'm like, oh, sweet up! Why is she the queen? Well, um, so what she says is that... Also, she committed, like, several, like, war crimes throughout the entire show. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yes, yeah, so, like, what she says is that, okay, so what I want you to do is I want you to break those those oaths that Galbatorix, you know, uh, gave them. And then I want you to give them new oaths that swear their loyalty to me. And then Aragon's like, N- no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that, you weirdo. <laughs> um, so yeah, then after that, uh, let's see, um, there is, uh, there is, of course, that last green egg that is, um, that was in Gabatoric's possession, and it actually hatches for an elf. And that elf is Arya. And so, yeah, so, like, that's kind of, like, a thing, and, you know, uh, she names it, and now she's a writer. And it's just, okay, there's, like, a very weird scene where I'm just like, oh, God. Um, it was just extremely weird. Okay, so, like, Safira tries to, like, get with the green dragon, and it's just, like, I'm like, why is Paulini writing this? I don't want- (laughs) I don't- Like, they're, like, doing weird courting stuff, and I'm just like, I don't- And, like, it's just weird- The egg that was just had? So, that's the thing! (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing! So, like, when our- Um, when they meet up with Arya again- you know, um, the dragon is big enough to ride on, but, like, the dragon, like, the green dragon, literally Fearnan, that's his name, Fearnan, he, he actually is confused about what's happening. He's like, wait, what, why are you doing it? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, it's like a, it's like an adult trying to get with a, tra- oh god, and I'm just, like, freaking out. <laughs> and that's awful. And that's the ending. And I'm just like... <laughs> Uh, okay. It's um, great. It's great. No, no, there, great. there's a little bit more. There's a little bit more. I'm I wouldn't <laughs> put it past this guy to end on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it's very close to the end. Uh, two last things. So the Urgles, you know, they're given land. They're given, like, you know, a nice little area. And the leader of the Urgles are kind of like, you know, the orcs in, you know, um... Like, you know, like, Tolkien had orcs. This is kind of like Pelini's version of orcs. Kind of like these quote-unquote evil creatures. But it's funny because the leader of the Urgles is like, okay, you know, thank you for um, thank you for this land and, you know, giving us a territory and everything. But to be quite honest, like, probably in, like, the next generations or so, they're gonna probably want war again. So, like... <laughs> We're probably gonna have to, like, you know, they're probably gonna fight you guys, like, yet again. And it's just like, wait, then why did they- Sometimes you got a war, (laughs) bruh. And that's the thing, so it's just like, when I read that, I was just like, then why did they even try with, like, the Urgles? Like, why did they even try an alliance if they're just gonna want to go to war again? And I'm just like, okay. (laughs) And then the last thing, um... The last thing is that, you know, Aragon, he has all these Eldenari, and he has, you know, these dragon eggs, and he also knows the name of names, and he's just like, you know what, like, I feel like I'm too powerful, I'm just going to leave, I'm just going to leave um, this area, and I'm just going to be like a hermit somewhere, 
um, with some of the elves, and that's all I'm going to do. And essentially, that's the game. <laughs> okay. Oh, also, I, I forgot to say, Arya is the queen Um, now. She's a writer and also okay. the queen. So, Nesuede is not the queen. No, so, um, queen. Sorry. Arya is the elf queen. <laughs> sorry. Ooh. Did, did someone kill her mom or something? Like, Oh, so, sorry. Um, The elf queen is killed in battle during that little thing. Also, uh, no rap. I feel nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel nothing. So yeah. this whole epic journey that meant nothing. Um, <laughs> Aragon is given power. So ruler is given knowledge and power, and then it's like, I know what to do with this. Goodbye. <laughs> Perce- proceeds to make a long lit long list of bad decisions. Basically, whole, like we were talking action. about, destroys the entire government, gets rid of all laws, and fucks off. Yep. <laughs> and now yeah, everyone like, honestly, has to fend for themselves. <laughs> Good yeah, luck, everyone. Still have yet to actually see what Galvatrox really did that was so That's what I'm saying. Inspired this level of So rebellion. what was the Illuminati's plan? To get... Uh, God, I should probably. God, I can't remember what it was, but it was like a long, like long thing. They were just, they were interacting with like energy, us, like energy, um, threads and everything, and they were interacting with that in order to get Gavatorix to be killed. And it's just crazy because, like, um, I, I probably should have brought this up. Maybe I did bring this up. But the reason why Galvatorix became so, like, quote-unquote evil was because... So here's the thing. So he was a rider, and his first dragon died, and that really hurt him. And, um, you know, and he actually asked the riders, they're like, hey, you know, can I have another egg? They said no. He got upset. He stole an egg, and then that's kind of how this <laughs> all happened. And it's just funny, because I'm like, literally all of this could have been stopped if you just said, here, bro, here's an egg, but <laughs> you're gonna be weirdos about it. This is very strange. But yeah, like, Gavatrox, he doesn't really do that much. Like, of course, there's torture. He does do, like, mean things. But, like, as an actual, like, governing, like, system, he was doing well. <laughs> The leaders, like, you know, um, the leaders, like, they seem to be good guys. I don't, like, I didn't see any, like, of course there was, like, that weird, like, slaver thing and all that stuff. But that was, like, (laughs) it's not, like, you know, it's just funny. It's just funny. This is a lot. This is a lot (laughs) and simultaneously nothing at the same time. That's what I was gonna say. (laughs) Yeah, just... Just a whole bunch of, mm, I don't like You this. really picked one, Morgan. <laughs> yeah, I wanted people to experience this terrible book. And I think I did it pretty Morgan well. Morgan is Galvatore. <laughs> it was her all along. No, with the torture. <laughs> so. Got- you guys. But yeah, I mean my personal summary i know we've said it like a million times but just honestly if it had if this last book had been its own book and with no other books before it 
it still would have been confusing. But it wouldn't have been more confusing. Because the previous books added nothing mm. to this. I will yeah, say there was probably some stuff that I messed up on. Um, I did have to. Oh god, how no, many chapters? Mor- Morgan, do not. Morgan, do not take any blame. How don't you dare? Because here's the thing, right? They're like, oh yeah, there's some things, but it's like if they were truly meaningful, <laughs> you know. Uh, any any closing remarks? Don't um, read this book. You can. Uh, <laughs> I would say if you want to, I think I already said this before, if you want to read a good book that actually has dragons in it and the world is well lived, I definitely um, would suggest Her Majesty's Dragon. Wonderful book. Um, It actually deals with dragons in different cultures. And every culture has a different relationship with dragons. It's very interesting. They even talk about dragon rights because, you know, they're intelligent creatures incredibly interesting um but unfortunately look and like you know like if you hear this and you go oh god that was terrible you will not feel that feeling when you <laughs> read that series also yeah, at the end series. of the day i know obviously you had to cut stuff out but this doesn't feel like a book about dragons no done because i feel like they were barely involved <laughs> they do like yeah. the dragons like like again safira does talk and it's kind of but, okay, let me ask you this. If Saphira was a human, would it have made a big difference? Well, I'll explain this. Saphira is a pack mule at points. <laughs> so- <laughs> Humans can be pack mules. <laughs> okay, okay, how about this? Humans can't fly hundreds of feet in the air to hide themselves from other... No, they just have to hide behind a tree or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's my attempt. (laughs) Literally, it seemed like what she did in the book was just provide magic to Aragon, which could have been replaced by a stone or some shit, right? Like, so to me, at least, it doesn't really even feel like a dragon book, because the dragons were not utilized very much. It's mostly a book about magic. And honestly, I didn't even really like the magic that much, <laughs> not gonna lie. The magic- it seems like, utility-wise, the only utility for it is to cause massive amounts of pain or mm-hmm. suffering for everyone else. The fact that there wasn't just some guy that just rewrote some law of the natural world to the point where world the world is unlivable is shocking. Mm-hmm. So, they actually did, um, it was with the Grey Folk, I believe. And, yeah, so, like, I think it was, like, if, uh, so, let's explain this. Um, so, with the Grey Folk, they did actually have, like, magical words. Any idea or thought just became, like, a thing. So, there's this one point where someone, I think, thought of something and nearly, like, wiped out the population of, like, the entire world. And then they're just, like, you know, and then what the, the great folk... What the fuck did they think? And the, and the hmm. great folk were just, Extinction. like... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. So, like, the great folk were just, like, okay, let me just, like, let's just put this to our language. And that'll be good. But then you can still so that- say it. And do it. I know, I know. But it's better than thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's worse, because now it's a part of their everyday language. They can just uh, say it whenever they want. 
That was not just a random errant thought that people can have. This is a word that's that you can teach others. Accessible to ev- that you teach mm-hmm. others. That's perfectly accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like it was better when it was just a random thought that so <laughs> no one else knew what he thought. There's no chance of anyone else finding out what the fuck this dumbass thought that killed everybody. <laughs> Just kill him and be done. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, Merkerman from everybody turn around to all the shocked masses. Like, if you, uh, any of you dumb motherfuckers think whatever this dumbass th- said, you were all gonna die. <laughs> and I can assure you, no one's thinking of anything at all <laughs> for the end of time. <laughs> Lesson learned. Oh god! I'm just. This was a lot. <laughs> a whole lot. And like the worst part about this, like I'm at in the end of the fucking story. I'm like, after watching all the horrific shit dragons and magic have caused on this world. Random intervals, not even like given a cause. Random intervals and accidents. I actually sympathize and agree with Galvatrox Mm. and Nisueda's traumatized ass. Y'all need to be checked. (laughs) (laughs) This shit is not fun. (laughs) God. Well, that was fun. Anyway. <laughs> was it? No. No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, God. God. So. It was because we made fun of it. It was because we yes. made fun of it, yes. For our giant audience. Our giant audience of <laughs> one and a half people. Hey, that's a lot of people in some places. <laughs> Like on the moon, that's a lot of people. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our biggest listener, the Curiosity Rover. <laughs> I since I've never actually plugged it, we have a Twitter. If anybody wants to follow it, I don't know. That'd be cool. Before Elon Musk blows Before up. Before Elon Musk blows up Twitter. <laughs> Just thinking about that. Are we verified? Is it no? I'm not putting in the money. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we can be verified. Currently, we be we're followed like a week before he cancels us. Currently, we're followed by CJ, um, my personal account, and like two like cam girl robot accounts <laughs> that just like That's randomly of your spam a random twitter accounts and randomly follow random twitter accounts that's like the equivalent of our mom following us on like facebook <laughs> um it is at laura in on twitter.com the, the, the twitter. twitter the place that elon musk um really wants to burn down is currently yeah, the place where elon really... musk gets to be Aragon. yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh god, god. Uh, um 
coming soon to a podcast platform of your choice. We're gonna do Kingdom Hearts. Oh, it's gonna be hell. <laughs> you ready, Henry? <laughs> I am. It's gonna be it fun. Be. Do speed. Do speed and yeah. Adderall. You will need the attention <laughs> to keep track of everything that is happening. Because it's no, all I'm just gonna be confused. But it's all wrong. And then it's all right. But then it's all doesn't make any sense. But then it's okay, cause flashback. But then, like flashback of flashback is flashback. <laughs> yeah, everybody, like and subscribe. I know it's corny for me to say that, but if you don't do it, um, Elena will show up at your house with a gun and personally shoot <laughs> you and your entire family. So please do it. I really want you. I I'm really sorry, hope you what? all can see Elena's face right no, now. Her being so... enlisted for this hit job. Elena <laughs> looks so shocked. <laughs> I mean, you do have I Irish just want to know how Anthony found out about my side business. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I, I might have let things slip. <laughs> um... Then to trust the French. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. In my defense, you had the brain cell that day. That's on you. Yeah, and I'm keeping it. Alright, well, any closing thoughts? Don't read this book. Don't read Halloween's work. It's terrible. I don't think any real thoughts are like happening with this book. Fair enough. Bye, everyone. <laughs> um, bye. Peace.